Welcome, everyone, to the Islanders Never Say Die podcast. I'm your host, TJ, and with me here, as always, is the grumpy old man. They say there's no shame to his game because he's always the same. That's me. Oh, grumpy. Uh, wow. The, the internet connection is, is not strong at your house, but... We'll have to power through, I guess. Um, for those of you who are new to the channel, welcome. This is a twice-a-week All-Islanders podcast that takes place every single Wednesday and Saturday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So if you're new to the show and you like the content, you like the, you know, the podcast that we put out, there's a few things that I encourage you to do. I encourage you, subscri- I encourage you to subscribe there on YouTube so you don't miss out on any of the future podcasts that we put out. And also I encourage you to like the video and hit a thumbs up because apparently that helps the algorithm and also lets us know that you like the content that we're putting out. Um, Again, as I mentioned, it's a twice a week, all Islanders podcast on Wednesdays and Saturdays at 8 PM. That being said, there will be no show this Saturday um, with Christmas and travel and everything like that. So there will be no show this Saturday, but our next show time will be, next oh, wednesday there again so uh, so uh, you know again what we're doing is we'll have our show next wednesday per usual at 8 p.m tonight we're going live during the islanders against the washington capitals game here um so you know uh, we'll see how we fare um this is a big game we've talked about it before this is a huge 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 stretch of games upcoming for the islanders these next 10 games, I think, could make or break our season, depending on how we how, what the results look like. The next five games are against five Metro Division rivals there. We play Washington twice. We play the Penguins twice. And we play the Carolina Hurricanes. So five very important games upcoming for the Islanders. And then you've got a little bit of those tougher teams in, in the, on the West Coast there. So it's, it's a really tough 10-game stretch for the Islanders. And this is going to tell us, I think, you know, what what the future looks like for the team here this season. Um, one more general housekeeping item. We do also have a secondary podcast called TJ and the Grumpy Old Man. It can be found in the link in the description below or as a featured page there on our YouTube channel. So if you go click on YouTube channel and click your channel or you go ahead and say, well, you know, let me, t- let me check out the Islanders Never Said I podcast. You'll see at the bottom there's something called TJ and the Grumpy Old Man. And again, this is where you can make sure you don't miss out on that. What that what that show is is myself, Grumpy, and Sun X shoot the shit and talk sports. We talk anything sports on that show. It takes place on Thursdays, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and Sundays, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. There will be no show this Thursday or Sunday here for the TJ and the Grumpy Old Man, but next Thursday we will be back to our regularly scheduled podcasting schedule, I guess. But Grump, Islanders, we're covering tonight's game, Islanders against the Washington Capitals. Yeah, and uh, Islanders already had a power play chance today, was uh, nullified by Washington. They missed a couple of they missed a couple of wide open uh, one-timers, Horvat, and then Nelson looked like uh, Edmonton did last night. And then I thought, I didn't see the, Island, the penalty that the Islanders drew, so I can't comment on it, but I will say that I saw the uh, the penalty that they called on Pierre Engvall. That was a horseshit call. Tom Wilson grabbed his stick and did a little little. Oh, I fell, and so the referee calls that. I I, I mean it was so to me it was so obvious that Wilson initiated the penalty by grabbing his stick. Uh, like I said I didn't see the first penalty, but if that's a time. Oh, okay, I'll, I'll stop you. I'll just tell you real quick. I know you can't see. But you have got to reset your router, Grumpy. 
That's it has nothing to do with the router. I had nothing to do with the router. I'm not re I'm not starting over. That'll be a half hour. And you can't live without me for a half hour. It takes know. a half hour to restart your router. Yeah, for you it does. No, no, and I'm also Oliver Wallstrom, Oliver Wallstrom in the lineup tonight. Yeah, well, we're gonna talk about that, Grumpy. Don't worry. You don't have to get it all out in five seconds, but to answer your question, the first power. Well, play, dude, everyone if anyone's watching the game, realize it. I mean, you don't need to mention it halfway through the third period that I've Walsh are playing. Those are just initial observations. And I'll tell you what, uh, I'm gonna give you really quickly because you said three times that you didn't get to see the first penalty that Washington true. committed. It was definitely right. a trip committed by Washington. He, the okay. guy was skating through. He went ahead and brought his back leg in a whipping motion and tripped whoever. I can't remember who it was from the Islanders. It was certainly a trip against the Washington Cap or a trip that was committed by the Washington Capitals. So, yes, that was definitely a rightful call and a rightful penalty. Absolutely, okay. it was. Well, the one that they just called on Engvall, absolutely was not. Yeah. So, you know, when a guy. Tom Wilson up to his typical Tom Wilson shit. No, no. You know, if he starts roughing guys up, that's his typical stuff. This honestly, this is a penalty where you know didn't get called last night when the Islanders did it. I know they were looking for a penalty, but they did tonight. And I'm like, that was no penalty. I'm sorry. He grabbed he grabbed Wilson grabbed the guy's stick as it was around his waist, saying, "Well, maybe you should have moved a little bit." And then as soon as they move, he goes and falls down. A bench goes, "Hey, call the penalty!" Everyone calling the penalty. So uh, they did kill it off, but Washington had an eight to zero shots on goal uh, advantage right now. Yes. This is our first. Varley, I don't like how Varley just initially is backing up, backing up, backing up in the net. That's when you know he's not feeling good. So just something to look out for. Grumpy, if you want to do that, I can start getting through some comments and start and start engaging. If you want to restart your router, I would suggest it. I'm just going to say it's suggested. I won't mention it again. Um, it might benefit you. Um, that also being said. Right. Um, last night we played against the Edmonton Oilers. We beat the Oilers three to one. Um, another game where we were outshot almost two to one. We got two, um, or actually three special teams goals in the second period. We had two power play goals and a shorty. Simon Holmstrom with another shorthanded goal, believe it or not. He's up to five on the season. The record for the franchise record for the Islanders is seven. So it's very conceivable that Simon Holmstrom may break the record for most shorthanded goals scored by a New York Islander. I, I don't think it's conceivable. What makes you say that? Uh, all right. Just because he's hot right now. And he's, he's cherry picking all the time. He's had cherry five. Picking and goal he's had, real quick. He's had five shorthanded goals. The record is seven to tie. Yeah. yeah so. I mean, is he going to cherry pick all year and then get beat on the defensive end because he's too busy looking to fly the zone? When you're playing on penalty kill, you need to not fly the zone. Uh, that's just number one. You're out there to kill the penalty, not score goals. Here, Here's the thing, right? His numbers, he's doing a fine job on the penalty kill. Yeah, I don't have any issue with what he's doing on the penalty kill. He's doing a fine job, in my opinion, Grump. But I'll well, tell I'm you. Saying, he's not, he's not going to break some record. With oh my gosh, they're just walking in on us right now. It's very disappointing for the Islanders to start this game. I mean, Washington's not very good, in my opinion. Very young lineup for Washington today. But they're, they're they have good. more points per game than we do. You know that, right? I did not. I was not aware. Of yeah, that. yeah, they do. They've only played twenty eight games this season. And here's the thing: we talk about the big game. 
this is a potential four point game with a team that is trying to make the postseason. I know people are going to like the same way people just ignored the Philadelphia Flyers like ah, Philadelphia. There's no way they can make it in the postseason. They might. Philadelphia is ahead of us in the point standing as well. Simple as that. Um, you know, and I'll tell you this here, too. Um, you know, uh, these are these are really important games. But to answer about Holmstrom, I, I've got no issue. Holmstrom has been extremely, extremely good here on this on the third line. I think he's a he, no, 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 no. He hasn't been. Absolutely hasn't been. He's been OK. He's a third liner. Here's the thing. If he's, no, not I said scoring, he's been good on the third line, okay. if he's not scoring, if he's not scoring on the uh, shorthanded goals, no one's even talking about him. That is correct. I agree with that, too. So there's nothing special. He's not dominating on, on the third line. I'm not he's saying been, he's, he's been okay. He's been I said he's okay. playing very well. I think he's playing very good on the third line this season. To me, he's okay. To me, he's, he does I, I what the third line does. There's nothing special about him. Sorry. And for anyone who says, oh, you know, we're hating on Simon Holmes. Here's the thing. Simon Holmes does nothing unless he's cherry picking on the penalty kill. That's what he does. That is what he does. I, I will say this, you know, we talk about the love Holmstrom's getting. And again, I don't dislike Jean-Gabriel Pajot. I think he, I don't think he's the same player. My God, I tell you, who the hell is 35 in net for for, for Washington? The first, I guess, the first real attempt Darcy, the Hounders had. Darcy, Darcy Kemper. Kemper he, he, he bobbles that glove-handed save a little bit, and it gets dicey there for Washington for a second. Again, I'll Washington. tell you this. I'll tell you this real quick, Grumpy. Simon Holmstrom gets all the praise. Jean-Gabriel Pajot also has a big hand in these power play points. and uh, I'm sorry, in the shorthanded points and the shorthanded success that he's had too. He has absolutely reju rejuvenated his game this year. Uh, Holmstrom's success is in direct correlation to J.G. Pajot. I think Pajot's done a really good job. Like We just talk about who gets success, who gets who gets the plaudits. For whatever reason, it's Simon Holmstrom who's getting all the plaudits. I'm just I'm like, you know, again, Simon Holmstrom, fantastic on the penalty kill. I've had no issue with what he's done there. He's been a very solid third-line guy. But it's like, okay, you look at you look at the round of applause that goes around. It's probably 100% Simon Holmstrom or 99% Simon Holmstrom, maybe 1% Jean-Gabriel Pajot. He's done well, too. I just you know, I just feel like you got to mention that, too. I like what I've seen there from, from, from Jean-Gabriel Pajot on the penalty kill also. Yeah. Okay. I Like I said, I've just I, – I, the people who – the Lamanites love Casper Holmes, uh, Holmstrom, he's not all that. He's not I agree. all that. I agree. I mean, like I said, he cherry, he's cherry-picking on the penalty kill. He's absolutely cherry picking. That's not what I want from. Did it not go in? Oh man, I was close. Um, that's not what I consider a no. great defensive player. He's been okay. He's been serviceable on third line, no doubt about it. If you are asking, uh, where is he going in a redraft? Probably the third or fourth round. Wow. Because wow. I produced. see what you're talking about there. The the opportunity the Washington Capitals had. They already have ten shots on net. Not even ten minutes into the game yet. But Washington is flying high right now. That's for certain. I, I'm surprised. I'm surprised. I mean, I don't know how good they are. They um, dominated us the first game of the year, and they lost. Well, they were dominant on their power play also. Um, I mean, this everybody year, their was power play's been awful. This year, their power play has been bad, Grump. Yeah, well, I'm saying they look good today, which is unusual. Again, five on five, it's like we're being manhandled in our own end. It's been like that in most games. We have occasional oh, game or two where we don't. Go for Washington. 
Okay. Not a shock there. I mean, they've definitely been taking it to us here the first 10 minutes of action. We've been thoroughly dominated tonight so far. And it was an Islanders turnover. It was it was a turnover by Brock Nelson. He clears the puck through the middle of the fucking ice, and it bounces off of Pierre Engvall's stick and leads to a goal. You got to do better for Brock Nelson there. It's a shitty clearance. That was terrible. And Varley's going to want that one back. It went right through his body, right? Yeah. I mean, he goes through. I mean, okay. You know, the turnover, he came out. He committed. So just went in between. Oh, that's – oh, man. I, yeah, he's got to do better on that one. Brock He'll Nelson's want that one back. Better, yeah. That's all I'll say. Brock Nelson's got to clear that puck, and that's not a good goal that Varley just let in. We're down right now one nothing, and we should be. Yeah, Washington deserves to have the lead. Oh my God, yeah, they're showing the replay. My God, it hits off his, it hits off the blocker, kind of bounces and wiggles its way into the net. Ugh. Um, I'm just interested. Like I said, I'm interested to see how Washington does as a team that said last year we're not good enough to compete for a Stanley Cup. We're going to jettison whatever veterans we have. We're going to play younger guys, and it's been evident. I mean, this is like one of the youngest teams in the league right now even with Ovechkin on a very, very young lineup. And, you know, I just wish the Islanders had done something like this. The Islanders still think that they're a team that can compete for the Cup. And Well, they haven't competed for a Cup in the last 40 years. Okay, I so, disagree. When you go to back-to-back Eastern Conference Finals, that's a point where you're competing for a Cup. Right now, we're not even in the conversation. But the, the, the problem is general manager, ownership, and head coach think we are. Yeah, well, they're mistaken. Because I'm right, as always, and they're wrong, as always. <laughs> um, by the way, the Washington Capitals are 7-0-2 when scoring first this season. Yeah, I don't know. Well, what, what do you mean you don't know? I just told you. I, I Like I said, I don't, I don't think Washington's that good. Now, they look you good. You just okay. told me you don't think much of the Flyers either, but the Flyers are just finding ways to win. I don't think much of the Flyers. It's uh, one thing uh, is very nice to see Oliver Wallstrom uh, back in the lineup. I didn't think he'd ever play for them again, honestly. Maybe somebody's a little dinged up. Who usually well, yes, plays? Yes, to answer your question, you must not have seen this. Julian Gauthier got injured last night's game. He's not playing tonight. That's the reason Oliver Wallstrom's in the lineup. It was not a decision based off of performance and merit. It was an it was a decision made based off of an injury and who needed to fill the spot. So Gauthier is injured. Wallstrom comes in. So this is, man, oh man, they're just walking in on us. Holy crap. Was walking in on us. I, I, I mean, because I thought last night the first two periods we played really well against Edmonton. I'll be honest with you. Yes, but today, today is like yikes. In the third period, we just laid we laid back, got registered one or two shots on that to like Edmonton's 20, 20. But like Edmonton, Edmonton, you tell is a very flawed team still, nonetheless. Um, you know, I thought we did a really good job of shutting them out the first the first two periods. Really, they were. T- to me, Edmonton, way too fancy. Way too fancy. Let's make the perfect pass. And that's that's one of the drawbacks, having so much talent. Oh, let's make it where it's just like we, we pass it into the net. Oh, their passes were off. They were missing shots that were passed to them. And, I mean, you know, the third period we were dominated. And it's interesting listening to the national broadcast because, you know, they have a different slant. You're not going to see the homers from either side. And they said that, you know, uh, Ray Ferraro, former Islander great, says, hey, you know what? I know that the Islanders, their guys are tired, but you can't just chip the puck in the center ice over and over and over again and fall back in and absorb that pressure and expect to win. Well, they did. We did last night, right? But that's a perception from outside the bubble 
right? The Islander bubble is, you know what? You're not, that's not sustainable. And he's right. That's not sustainable. You cannot withstand an onslaught night after night. If Edmonton was a little bit more precise on some of their uh, passing and shooting or just taking the shot dry sidle, maybe the game is a different tenor. That's all I'm going to say. Having fun eating over there? I'm shocked you're able to see me, to be honest. I, see I guess you. your I connection is you. finally starting to come through a bit. But yeah, I've all we lost see, okay. All we see from you is honestly, you could you could actually turn your image off. That might be better for us, Grumpy. So we don't even see you because right now it shows like maybe we have maybe like on the screen for you, maybe like a hundred frames, and we get maybe <laughs> maybe like you know, a thousand we get like an update every 10 seconds of what you look like. So yeah, it's not looking is, good. Is that what you want? You can turn the screen off, sure. I mean, that might be I, better I, than what you're currently doing. I don't know what else to do. Uh, restart your internet router. That would okay. probably be. Router, I don't. I say, I'm reading you loud and clear. Maybe it's you. Maybe it's you. You ever think that? Maybe it's you. It's, I know it's it, not me. Please I, I people it, in the comments. Let Grumpy know that we he. It's his issue, and it's not mine. Matthew S says, "Grumpy, fix your internet. Are you on AOL dial-up? Yes, he must I be. Think, it's I not me, it's Grumpy. It's I not me, it's Grumpy. It's not me." Honestly, turn 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 the camera off. That might be better um, until I guess you can reset your router. Um, but oh, there he goes. I'm not. He's saying I'm not resetting my router. I'm absolutely not resetting my router during the middle of podcast. Not happening. So now all we're gonna do is just see me zoomed in. I, oh, oh, okay, fair enough. Um, let me. I still want to. God Almighty, Grump. Anyway, um, I'll tell you this here. Uh, you know, it's. Washington is just taking it to us. I mean, that's probably the nicest way I could say it right now. It's the first period, but I'd like to see a little bit more jump from our team. I understand we just played a game yesterday, but the unfortunate truth is we're going to have plenty of more times this season where we're going to play back-to-back scenarios in three games in four days. So I'd really like to see us, you know, play well, I guess is what I'd say. Absolutely. I mean, I'm, I'm surprised, honestly. Maybe Washington's better than we think. I don't know. Grumpy, your connection's bad, says Scott L. Uh, Jack Anton says Grumpy's image is frozen. Yeah. Um, anyway, so Andrew L said, Grumpy, all you have to do is unplug the router for 10 seconds and plug it back in, and you'll be back. Okay, that's lessons. not the way it works. That's uh, if, I unplug, if I unplug the router, it's going to be a while until it boots up. I'll do that. You Go ahead. Run with it. I'll do that right now, and I'll be back on whenever I get back on. Grumpy, why are you getting so upset? That's fine. <laughs> just left he just gets so upset like that he gets so angry sometimes i'll tell you this speaking i guess to the, to the listeners of the show by myself i i think wallstrom's played well so far this year um i don't get the adoration and love for him though i think he's played extremely well in the sample size he's been given this year i think he's a really solid bottom six guy he's doing a good job of killing penalties i really do believe that I do see, I'm not saying he's cherry picking. I don't think that's the case. I think when he he has a little bit of a break in momentum going his direction, and we saw this last night, instead of maybe dumping the puck and going off for a change, he's so hell-bent on creating the opportunity, which has paid off, might I add, every single time he's had that so far this year. But he got stripped from him, and it led to that second penalty there where Bertuzzo got walked around or skated around there by Connor McDavid. So, you know, I, I will say maybe just teams are going to start, they're going to have to start paying more attention and respecting Simon Holmstrom. I'm not sure they're doing that right now. 
and um, on those penalty kills, it leads to odd man breaks going our way. You know, you think about it. We're one of the, I think we have the worst penalty killing team or the worst penalty kill percentage in the NHL. And we've also got five or so shorthanded goals so far this year, which is, I mean, it's just bizarre. He's done a good job. I, I don't get the love and adoration for him though. The fan base wants to celebrate this guy like there's no tomorrow. He's done well this season. He has. Round of applause, Simon Holmstrom. You have done well. Take a bow. You've played well. You've done better than what my expectation was by a country mile. If you ask me going into this year, would Simon Holmstrom be on pace to score 20-plus goals at this point in time in the season? I tell you, probably not. No. Um, and he absolutely has done that. Great. Congratulations. Fantastic. I just, there's other players on this team. I think that deserve a little bit more recognition for what they bring to the table than a guy like Simon Holmstrom. And it's like, I think it's the fact that I, I see it every day. It's just like, Oh my God. It's like the Simon Holmstrom PR team. Casper, the ghost has a PR team that just every single day he breathes. Oh man, Simon, look at that breath. He just took. And I, you know, it just, it just gets to a spot where it's like, come on guys. Let's start celebrating some of the real talent we see. Seriously, all the guys who just couldn't stop shitting all over Dobson's day. We occasionally see it. We see it now more so than we did earlier, but he's been spectacular. Matt Barzal has been unbelievable this season. Bo Horvat, and I'm wrong on this one. Bo Horvat's been really good this year, too. Excellent this season. I think that that's a great combination between Bo Horvat and Matt Barzal. It really is. They're clicking. Everything is working well with that line. They're both playing a really solid hockey, complete games. And um, I like what I see there, right? I do. I think as much hate as Sorokin has been getting early on this season, I think he's played solid for us too. I think there's a lot of things to be excited about on this team. I just, I guess I'm just kind of like at a spot where I'm like, why are we consistently getting excited about a third line winger? You know, there, there's a lot of other things I feel like that we can be getting excited about. And I'm just bottom six guys. I'm just sick and tired of it. It's it's the mindset and the mentality that this fan base has had for years. Oh, best, best fourth line in hockey. Oh, man, I just want to be able to, for one, say, wow, we have guys that other teams covet. And, oh, we have guys that other teams envy. Man, Matt Barzal, he looks like he's growing into that every single day. Bro Horvat is is bearing those opportunities. And, and, and Noah Dobson has been spectacular along the way, too. And you've got one of the best netminders in the entire world in Sorokin. So I think there's a lot to be excited about. I just wish those guys were getting more of the press than the Simon Holmstrom PR club. That's all I've got to say about it. He's done a good job this year. Fantastic job this year in his role. I think he's going to be a really solid bottom sixer for years to come. That's great. Um, and hey, he'll score us an occasional shorthanded goal or two. He's doing his job. He's serving his purpose. I like that. So I really don't, you know, I, I really don't have anything else to say about it, but I, I think he's done a really good job. Um, I just, the love is just kind of like, maybe we just want to hold off a little bit on that. Um, I still think that other players maybe could have fit a role better from what we needed in that year's draft class, and I still feel that way. Um, but, you know, good for him. He's playing well. And uh, I like what I've seen from Bo. There's things to be excited about. I, you know, I, I posed a question on Twitter today. Um, and, and I'll ask Grumpy this too when he gets back on, but I posed the question. The Islanders are 10, 2, and 3 um, over their last 15 games. That's a pretty damn good record. I know they have been getting dominated some of those games. I, I've been here watching them just like you guys have too. Been getting outshot 2 to 1. 
getting lucky wins or not lucky wins, getting very fortunate wins in overtime, you know, where we get to overtime, one team makes a mistake and Hey, you know, we get, we're the recipient of, of a good goal in overtime. We've also, we're the recipient of not so lucky <laughs> breaks in overtime earlier this year. So it all weighs itself out, but we're, you know, the fact of the matter is we're 10, two and three in our last 15 games. Now I've always said, and I'll still say this, I don't, I'm not sure Lane makes it through this season. A 10, two and three is a hell of a good record over a 15 game stretch. I will say that much. And I, you know, you listen, you looked at all the fans who just even, you know, a few months ago or, or a few weeks ago is probably the more accurate way to say it. They were uh, yelling and screaming from the rooftops. We need to fire Lane Lambert. Get rid of Lane Lambert. Oh, Lane's the problem. Get rid of him. I think he does look clueless at times when he starts just randomly assorting through the lines as to, hey, who could fit role A or role B when things aren't working. He does look a little clueless when that happens. But the bottom of the bottom, the bottom, the bottom line is this: they're winning games, they're putting up points, and I, I, I'm curious if you're in a spot to where you're shitting on the coach and, and saying that he has a direct impact on the team's success. When the team is successful, when are you going to also start giving him credit for that? That's something I'm, I'm curious about, right? I think Lane has done certain things extremely well. We gave him a lot of praise last year for changing up his style. He tried to run a system that he wanted, realized with this team it could not work. With the cast and crew and the, and the players that were assembled, it would not work. Simple as that. And he adjusted. He adjusted to what he needed to have to make, to make the team successful. We gave him a lot of credit for that last year. I think it's something that's still undervalued and not appreciated to where it should be here today. But We've struggled earlier on this year. We've been hot. I just wonder when he's going to start finally getting some credit. When, when is our boy Lane Lambert? One of the one of one of the fans who are chanting fire Lane going to say, "Well, maybe he's got if he had such a big impact on our losing streak and such a big impact on our team's early struggles this season, maybe he also has an impact on our team's success." So that's that's something I have to say, you know, about that. And, you know, it's it's you know, we'll look at some comments here, too, as grumpy is, I guess, getting everything back up and running. But we'll get to some Frank saying, let's go, Islanders. Let's go, Isles. Yeah, we're right now getting outshot 15 to seven here. Um, the first period is just about over here. Uh, a lackluster first period, to say the least. Hold on. Whoa, grumpy. Wow. Look at this. We can see you now, grump. Can you hear us? I can hear you. Hey, Grumpy's back. Grumpy's back. I was mentioning, Grump, you know, we've talked, and I mentioned this, I was talking, when does Lane Lambert get some of the credit for the success the team's had as of recent? Should be right now, right? They were a little bit shaky there. Everyone wanted them gone. And we said it's not the coach. Absolutely not the coach. It's the players, veteran squad. So what happens? They start winning a bunch of games, and we're not talking about the coach. He's obviously pushed the right buttons, right? I think that's fair to say. Yes, I agree. No? I agree. Yeah, after, I'm shaking my head. I didn't know. I just talked about it for about. Okay, I can't. I, I can't minutes. hear you. You can't hear me, buddy. I cannot hear you. I cannot uh, hear you. Okay. Okay. I'm speaking, but relax, Grumpy. Um, uh, just check your, make sure you have volume on. Your no, computer. you're now you're very 
uh, in and out, in and out, in and out. Oh my gosh. You're going, I can hear you fine before. Now I can't hear you. Oh my gosh. Grumpy. No, I'm not no. resetting it. Not again. <laughs> like I said, I, I know my internet, so it is oh, what it is. Grumpy. What's wrong, buddy? Come on. Grumpy. I'm done. Uh, hold on. <laughs> Oh, he's uh, there's a mad scramble in front of the net there uh, to end the first period. My gosh, um, uh, not not this is definitely a first period that the Islanders would say they had a lackluster effort in, to say the least. Um, what I'll do here, we'll get through our ad read today, um, and then we're going to start getting to some comments, right? Um, you know, I want to start. I want to hear. I want to hear your thoughts on that too. I want to hear if people are seeing the same thing I am. Maybe they are, maybe they're not. Um, but we're going to go ahead and get through an ad read here real quick. Uh, today's podcast is brought to you by, you know who, it's brought to you by DraftKings, ladies and gentlemen. Bet the action on the ice with DraftKings Sportsbook. You know, you've heard us mention DraftKings Sportsbook before. You know, the absolute best place to place any sort of bets there if you're interested in sports betting. You know, you could do same-game parlays. You can add up a whole bunch of bets to get increased payouts. You could say, hey, I'm expecting Average Anders to, to score a goal, to score a sitter like he did last night against the Edmonton Oilers. You could say, Simon Holmstrom, he's going to score a shorthanded goal. Hell, he's got five already this year. You could start adding a whole bunch of these bets up, the same game parlay, and get even bigger payouts. So, you know, definitely make sure to give a check out to the DraftKings app there. You can download the app now and use the promo code THPN. New customers can get $150 instantly in bonus bets for just betting $5 on hockey. Again, that's promo code THPN, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. It's an official sports betting partner of the NHL. The crown is yours, but bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. And if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.100gambler.net. Or um, in New York, you can call 877-8-HOPE-NY or you can text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available if you have a gambling problem. If you call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of the Boot Hill Casino Resort. Must be 21 years or older, but age varies by jurisdiction. It's void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. Again, see dkng.com slash hockey for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gambling resources. Okay. Now, Grumpy, let me ask you this. First period, what's your synopsis for the Islanders? How are we looking? What would you take away? I didn't think we looked very good. We were dominated. Looked like Washington was on a power play the whole period. Um, I mean, Varlamov, I'm not going to say he's had to make any spectacular saves. um, But the one one they scored, he definitely wants back. I don't like how he's falling back into the net. And you're seeing the whole Islander team uh, from the dots – down to the goal that's where they are and it's like okay so they're just trying to do you know just anything get in the way and just hope for one of those flip play, flip passes out to center uh center ice where one of our guys can get it and walk around maybe it'll bobble a little bit and they walk in and score that's about the extent of what the islanders offense looks like today so far i mean and we've seen this before right I say, that, just, that's our mo it seems like as of recent 
just kind of throw it up in the air, hope you get a lucky bounce. Maybe you get a guy fleeing the zone early, you get a two-on-one, and it's a goal. That's, I mean, that's what you're, that's at least in the first period. And we've seen that a lot, a lot of times this year. Yeah. Um, and I was glad that, like I said, Ray Ferraro mentioned it on the national telecast yesterday. It's it, it, okay. It's not a way that it's sustainable to win games like that. It just I agree. Isn't. Like I said, right now, right now we're hot, right? I mean, still, um, I thought we played for the first two periods. I thought we played Edmonton extremely well. I thought our sticks were really, really active. I don't mean by tripping guys. I mean by getting them <laughs> in the passing lanes. I thought Edmonton, uh, maybe Edmonton has been shooting, uh, uh, just been passing, passing, passing all the time. And maybe that's a good scouting report if that's the case. And Lane Lambert implemented it. But they had a lot of opportunities to shoot, and they kept passing, and the, the pucks were picked off by the Islanders or deflected. I thought the first two periods were outstanding yesterday for the Islanders, without a doubt. By the way, talking about other items, I 100%, by the way, agree with everything you're saying, grumpy old man. First two periods, great two, period by, great two periods by the Islanders. Third period, atrocious. We just said, great, we've got a two-goal lead. <clears throat> Dump the puck, sit everybody in front of the net, hope and pray to God we're able to hold on to this lead. That's I mean, I mean, last night at one uh, stretch over in the third period, we were being outshot, I think, 16 to nothing. Yes, that was correct. And it's like, guys, I mean, it's like uh, you can't win like that. Like I said, Edmonton helped us because they wanted to be too pretty. Too pretty. Shoot the puck. Shoot the puck. We've asked the question. We'll ask it again. What could the long-term implications be of for 20-plus minute stretches almost every night where you have a lead, where you lay everybody back and say, let's defend and exert a whole bunch of energy and effort? Because it exerts more effort defending because you've got to have your active feet than it is on attack. A lot of things come more naturally and smooth there on uh, when you're pressing in the offensive zone. You extend a lot more energy playing defense than you do playing as a forward. Just simple as that. So... Um, you know, or I'm sorry, not as a forward, but then you do as attacking in the offensive zone. So, you know, we'll see. We'll see what type of effects that could have long term. But I agree. We are one of the hottest, if not the hottest team in the NHL. Right. People, oh, you're so negative. You're so this. We are the hottest, one of the hottest, if not the hottest team in the NHL. That simple. Tonight, right? I don't think we've been playing great hockey. When I watch things like this, I'm like, oof. That's, I think Romanoff was a little bit better. I, he commits too much for me, and but I mean, I thought on the first power play, I thought he was he was pretty good on that. Um, but I'm going to tell you what, uh, Washington needs to be better. I mean, everybody is so packed in; they're showing highlights, and it's like missing the net, hitting the crossbar, you know, all yeah. this stuff. So it's like, I don't know. It, like I said, it was Would a- it shock you to know that through 28 games, well, not tonight's the 29th game for Washington, they've only scored 70 goals, Grump. It would not surprise me watching how they're playing. They're not scoring a lot of goals. Just but, that simple. There's a reason but, they're not scoring a lot of goals. Well, that's what happens when you got a whole bunch of young guys in your lineup. Not everybody, you know, comes in as a superstar. It takes time. But the shocking thing is they're winning games. Their goals against it, their goals against are a lot lower than ours. They're surrendering a lot more goals. Than us. They're also surrendering a lot more, a lot less shots than us. 
the reason when you look and you think to yourself, well, how could our goalies have such bad goals against averages, but our save percentages be pretty decent? How can that be possible? It's because we're surrendering 36-plus shots a night. We just surrendered 15-plus shots in the first period against Washington. That's the reason why. why. Why are we giving up goals in droves? Why is it looking like we're getting dominated? Because teams are controlling the puck in the offensive zone, and they're rifling shots on us, and there's nothing we can do. I'm just going to tell you one thing, though. Sure. If you are negative on goal differential, you're not making the playoffs. Sometimes you do, but normally I, not. I've tracked this the last number of years. Nobody with a negative goal differential makes the playoffs. And by, you'll see by the end of the year, the teams that are negative, they'll drift out. They do every year, every single year. It's interesting. Uh, I, I think it's interesting. I mean, it's what's, not, what's it's not 100%. Game? It's not 100%, but it's it's pretty, it's pretty, it's a pretty telling indicator, though. I will agree with that. I'd say it's 100%. It's not. I, I, I could just, I could just tell you based off of last year's numbers, it's not. So just trust me on this. I'll pull up the standings if you want me to. It's not a 100% indicator, but it's usually a good barometer. And there's teams sometimes that have better goal differential, and they don't make the postseason. Well, that's true. Okay, I'll pull them up for you, Grump, just to show yeah, because, you. Yeah, because uh, I don't think that's the case. It is the case, but that's okay. The Islanders last year. Oh, now I'm back in 2021-2022. Give me a sec here. Let's look at last year here. Okay, uh, Buffalo had a negative goal differential. The Penguins, okay, well, hold on. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm going to eat my words here. Give me a sec. Last year was absolutely true. Last year was, you're right. Last year is 100% true. Every team that had a positive goal differential made the postseason, or not every team, but the, every team that made the, the postseason had a positive goal differential. And the year before, absolutely it was as well. The only team that did not make the postseason last year with a positive goal differential was the Calgary Flames. They were the only team in the NHL that had a positive goal differential and did not make the postseason. But no one with a negative goal differential made the playoffs. That's correct. Yeah, I don't and know about two yeah, years that, ago. Yeah, that's two years point. ago, real quick. Their Dallas Stars had a negative goal differential and they made the postseason. Okay. And now the Vegas Golden Knights and the Canucks both had positive goal differentials and they did not make the postseason back in 2021-2022. So, again, it's not always 100%, but last year absolutely was that way, um, that barometer. Now, something I talked about when you were gone, Grumpy, was I wonder when our boy Sorokin's going to start getting the respect he deserves from the Islander fans. And that's um, all really I care about. I don't care about what the – I think the league respects I think the league accurately respects him because they know what he can do. They know how spectacular he is. But he's getting a lot of hate this year. And I look at it, I'm like, he's 13th in the NHL in, in, in save percentage. And that's also including guys who are backups, right? Guys who are playing 10 games at this point in time in the season. Sorokin has a 914 save percentage. And hey, Grumpy, if we look at it, I don't know if you're just, I don't know looking at the screen right now, Grumpy. Um, but you look at the goalies he's ahead. Better save percentage than Linus Olmark, reigning Vez in the win. Better save percentage than Bobowski. Better save percentage than UC Soros. Better save percentage there than Shesterkin. Save percentage there than Vasilevsky. You know, I, I call me crazy. I just am like, for, for people he's shitting on a guy who's got a 914 save percentage, who's 13th in the NHL, including backups, and they weigh into that, I don't know. Just doesn't seem like he's getting the respect he deserves this year. 
Well, like I said, it's because he's not having, you know, the year he had last year. All I know is he comes up with big saves in the big moments, right? He makes some spectacular yes. saves out there. And the, to me, what's the bigger, you know, save percentage? Okay, whatever. Um, but I look at how many shots against. I mean, he has to be up there in saves. You're talking about how many saves is more important than save percentage for you? I'm I, I'm saying how many saves has he made? Because when you're under that type of pressure all the time, you know, it says something. I mean, I don't know where he ranks in saves, but I'm going to bet it's pretty high. Okay, that I, I don't care about that metric, but that's okay. fine. I'll pull it back up. I think save percentage usually is a better is a better barometer on that. He's got this. Okay, Sorokin has the second most saves in the NHL. Who's who's number one? Jordan Bingenin, and he's played four more games. So he's had a lot more shots go against him. Sure. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. We're 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 allowing shots in the NHL per night. Only team worse than us is San Jose, right? Jordan Binghamton, number one, and then every other every other goalie has played more games than him. Yes. I mean, like so, it's like you look at the the next, you look at the drop off. My God, I mean, like the only other goalies who's only played twenty games. Who the hell is this? Where's the Lincoln's? Here's here's my thought process on this. Look at the teams. The teams that have a whole bunch of shots against and saves by their goalies, those are bad teams. Not really, because I mean Vancouver's good, Colorado's good, Winnipeg is good, so not exactly. Both of those teams in score. Right? That's true. I mean both of them have really potent offenses. I mean, if you don't if you're struggling putting the puck in the net, and I I mean, I don't know where we rank in goals this year, but uh seventeenth in the NHL goals per game. Okay, so we're in the middle of the pack. Okay. Yeah, well, it was funny. We were having a discussion with Philly's Philly's flip-flop facts last night. Now, Phil, we tried to get him on, but I think I invited him to last minute uh, to get him on here today. But Phil's facts, we were talking about him. We were talking with him last night. I asked, I said, Phil, what would you consider being 17th in the NHL in scoring and 20th in goals allowed per game? I'd say that's pretty average, right? When you say out of a 32-team league, if you're 17th in the NHL in goals for a game and 20th in goals against per game, I'd say that's kind of in the middle, wouldn't you, Grumpy? You're a below-average team. Average. I'll give you average to below you're average. You're not average because that would be 16 in both. So you're a little bit below average. You don't score much. A little below you, average. You score below average and you give up, you know, in the bottom third of the league, yeah. once again, uh, in goals against. So, but he, those teams he, don't he, win. Those teams don't win Stanley Cups. Just saying. Just saying. We, uh, you know, it's. I still think there's a lot of deficiencies of the team. I think they're playing extremely well right now. Um, we're win what I mean by it playing well. I don't necessarily like the production on the ice, but I like the results. Right. There's a difference. I feel like, I mean, you look at the win column 10, two and three in our last 15 games. Good. You're not going to see too many people complaining about 10, two and three. You're not going to see me complaining about 10, two and three. That's not the case. The end result is we're getting the wins. Have I liked the way that we've been playing in the games? Not necessarily. 
but we're winning games. But here's the thing. The the play in the games are going to eventually affect the end result as well. And that's more what I'm concerned about. And the thing is, you know, we're doing this without Pellick and uh, Pulak. Pulak. That's right. Pulak's out also. I mean, those are and Mayfield as well. But I don't think we're giving up a whole lot more goals with them not in there, to be honest with you. We're not. No. So what does it tell you? Was it worth signing Pulak and Pellick to those big long-term extensions? Nope. With how great Mike Riley has been, that's the new guy. Everybody wanted to celebrate. Oh, Simon the Great, Holmstrom. Uh, That's fine. He's played well. I'm just like every day gets overwhelming, and now it's Mike Riley. Oh, the masterclass genius move. No, he sucks. He sucks. He's a tiny little defenseman who thinks he's Bobby Orr, and usually when we're giving up goals, he's on the ice. He's terrible defensively. There's a reason why he was cut by two teams. Just let go, and nobody picked him up. He was sitting yeah. out, he, he was sitting in his living room, kicked back when Lou called. It's not like he had a robust uh, field of candidates who wanted him. Not the I case. agree. <laughs> I agree with that there, Grub. But it's just – it's. <sighs> I don't even know if you had to give up anything to get Bertuzzo. I know they gave up a seventh, but Seven I mean, if, if he's a healthy scratch who's not playing, who's to say they weren't going to drop him? You know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of when, who did the, who the hell did we trade for two years back ago? We added the number seven D man again. Um, oh, was it from maybe Colburn? Tampa? Was it Colburn? Yeah, that's right, Colburn. Whoever that from Tampa, right? Yeah, it, it reminds me of one of those moves. If you're playing him, you're in trouble defensively. Now, here's the thing. We will be better. We'll have, right? Pelic won't be out forever. His 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 injury is healing with his with his wrist injury. Um, Pulak, we'll see. Um, you know, we'll see how long that continues to keep him out. Same thing with Mayfield. We'll see. Now, injuries are just part of the game. A lot of teams deal with injuries on a consistent basis, right? Like the Rangers, they've been missing Filipino almost the entire year. And Adam Fox placed on long-term injury. My point, the reason I'm bringing that up, you're going to see players have injuries. You just do. You're going to see that teams have have players, some teams more than others. But I think that being said, think about this. We've gone on a 10-2-3 winning, a 10-2-3 streak over 15 games without the majority of that, without Pellick, Pulak, and Mayfield. Is there any reason why our coach is not getting any more credit than that? Is there any reason why the Lamanites, is there any reason why the fans who are yelling to get rid of Lane Lambert aren't giving him credit? 10-2-3 without Pellick, Pulak, and Mayfield. That sounds like a spectacular coaching job. He's taken a couple of... uh, Brand new faces to the organization. Brand spanking new faces to the organization. I mean, streeties. A couple of streeties. A healthy scratch for the for the, the St. Louis Blues, and I'm cut by the Florida Panthers. I don't have a job right now by the Florida Panthers. And Sam Bolduke is essentially a rookie. But we want to know why our defense has been acceptable because we have number eight back there. Yeah! Number eight, number eight has been spectacular. It's funny how the guys who we thought were untouchable are the guys who show up and produce every single night. The four best players on this team are exactly, and I know you're not on the Bo Horvat uh, bandwagon. Still. I just said, I said earlier, I said he's played very well this season. 
But for me, absolutely, Horvat is number four, right? I mean, he's been hot. Right now, he's been super hot. But your three best players are Dobson, Barzell, and Sorokin. And like I said, that's your first tier. And then Horvat's the start of the second tier. Yeah. Everybody else, not really haven't done too much. I don't think, anyway. Sorokin's been great this year. Yeah, his numbers are down. And I mentioned it last year before the season started. I said he might play actually be better, but his numbers might be less because that's just the way it is sometimes. We mentioned the same thing. We both did. That's what we I mentioned it the last two years. Think about yeah. it, the last two years we've mentioned that. And, you know, we're start at the second period here. But there's a lot of things, right? There's things that we are excited about over this 15-game stretch. There are. There's things also we're concerned about over this 15-game stretch. Did Darcy oh. Kemper actually win a Stanley Cup with Colorado? Yes, he did. He's they won. In, yeah, he's not good. He's terrible. A ball. A, a, a ball. A puck hits him in the chest. I don't know where it is. I don't know where. Boop, drops right out in front of him. Islanders come out so far much better than they played the last period. Islanders score. Wow. Hudson fashing ties up the game. So the Islanders have been dominating. Okay. Okay. Islanders have been dominating. My God, Darcy Kemper blows. Yeah, I'm I'm sure it was Darcy Kemper. Believe me, he's looked weak in that. Very weak. And that's putting it nicely. Uh, You know, he's not. Terrible. He's absolutely terrible. He's absolutely terrible. <laughs> My God, how do you let that go? Okay, so that's how the Islanders win games, right there. Dominated, but the goalies on the other team suck, and our goaltenders are good, really good. That's how. That's the recipe. That's that's Lou's recipe. Uh, our team doesn't really need to be good. We'll let the other team shit the bed, and they'll give us a win. This is a tremendously bad goal that he gave up. I've I've not. How the hell do you get beat? Line. He got beat five hole. He got beat five, five hole on a wraparound. Five hole on a wraparound is right. It wasn't a tight wrap. Darcy Camper. I mean, that's one of those. That's we talk about sins. That's a sin of a goal that he just let in. Holy shit, that is Tell awful, awful, me. awful by Darcy Camper. Holy shit, it wasn't like they're not doing everything. They think about this from Washington's perspective. They've dominated for twenty minutes. The Islanders have come out and had a good three minutes or two minutes, and their goalie lets in one of the weakest goals I think I've ever seen. Oof. My God. Holy shit. Oh, my God. Was that Grump? Is that not a trip? Oh, you're ahead of me now. But, I mean, these are huge games, and I think both of the teams understand the magnitude of a game like this. Four-point games. Four-point games. You don't get a lot of four-point games throughout the season. You got to make them count. Romanoff couldn't get no, no penalty on Romanoff. He was going down. Uh, he was going down immediately. Yeah, I think he kind of lost. He his foot there. No penalty at all. I think he lost his footing. Yeah, yeah he, lost, he lost his edge. Yeah, he tried to make a move. Nah, he just. A good, it was a good no call. Oh, absolutely. That Romanoff did nothing wrong there. Nope, I agree with you, Grump. Um, let's take a look here at some more comments. Yeah, here. He Drew. should have made the pass back. He should have made the pass back on that one. Uh, Drew says, I've got the Knicks game on, but I hope the Islanders win at this point. I might as well root for them since we all know a first round pick is as good as gone. I agree. Yes. I've come to that realization as well. We will not have a first round pick this year in the draft. Simple as that. We're going to trade that away for the fifth year in a row. Um, so all Islander fans, Prepare yourself for that. We will be parting with our first round pick. <laughs> uh, Matthew S. Grumpy. Good evening, gents. Great win last night. Let's do it again. 
There well, it I is. think we played better in the first two periods last night than we did in the, in the first year. That's for certain. JP Grump. In spite of the third period versus Edmonton being more fixed for us than a Wally Harris game, I must admit the Islanders power play is a lot better than I thought it would be. Let's go Islanders. Where are we in the power play rankings this year? We're Still much better. We've flip-flopped. We've been hideous in the penalty kill and much better on the power play. Yeah, interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Yep. Hey, what's up, Scott? How are you? How are you, Angelo? Um, Scott L. says, Grumpy, have you changed your negative tune on Holmstrom? I'd no. say probably not. No, absolutely not. Not probably not. Absolutely not. If he didn't score five shorthanded goals this year, no one would be talking about him. No one. But he has, though. I don't care. That means nothing. He's a, he's a cherry-picking uh, a blue line hanger. That's what he is. I mean, he's okay on the third line. Nothing special because, you know what, you don't notice him on five-on-five on five at all. Oh, well, um, the only time I notice him on five and five is when he misses point blank chances. That's when right. I notice. Well, him. that's true. That's true. Dallas McDonald says, "Guarantee Ovechkin will score tonight." Well, hasn't done it so far. And he, now again, Washington, Washington, totally in domination again. So the Islanders, okay, we turned it on for about two oh, minutes. We tied it up. We tied it up. Okay, let's go back to just hanging back in our own zone and just trying to defend, 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 and maybe we get a lucky break going the other direction. We score. Yeah, but yeah, that's- we we've been dominated today. Yeah, without a doubt. You know, who's number 92 for them? Is that Kuznetsov? Kuznetsov, yeah. Okay. He did something smart. Instead of trying to keep it in the zone when he's getting pressed to the blue, just take it out and circle back and have the play start over again. Yep. Let's just go ahead and restart there so I don't have to worry about them getting an odd man break. Here's the thing. If you play smart hockey – the Islanders, it's tough. It's not as easy for the Islanders. You're not going to get the Islanders won't beat any play. The other, if the if the other team plays smart, we lose. That's correct. Because I can't tell you how many goals this year for us have been as a result of guys trying to hold the blue line as opposed to taking it out. And and they do. And the Islanders do an extremely good job of that pressuring the guy at the blue line, which has turned into many shorthanded goals as well as uh, five on five goals. They the thing- are really good at that. The one thing I don't get when teams game plan for the Islanders is why they don't say the Islanders give up the blue line easier than almost any team in the league. Take it out and just regain entry to the blue line. And then we you have a Washington any- guy. A Washington guy did the same exact thing. Try to keep it in the zone. Picked off comes on a two on one. At some point in time, be smarter than that. And that's the one thing with the young team. They do a lot of dumb things. Ooh, so who's that? Fifty-seven went down. Oof. It looks a little banged up there for Washington. Um, anyway, uh, JP, grumpy old man. It was a BS call on Engvall, 100% agreed. However, after third period versus Edmonton, the blatant fix of the Islanders, I can't say anything. Yeah, uh, Islanders certainly benefited from the referees putting their whistles away yesterday, without a doubt. I mean, let's be honest. A team against Edmonton, uh, they're too much talent for the Islanders, and if the referees don't let them get with the hooking, the holding – the stick hitting, all that stuff, it's a different game. That's every team in the NHL. That's yeah. that anytime they're in the postseason, that's the big complaint is look at all of the highway robbery and murder that other teams that play them get away with because that's the only thing they can do. And they're not gonna say, Well, you're gonna live with three guys on the ice the entire game. They should, but they won't do that. That's yep. the reason why Edmonton struggles a little bit. Um, Edmonton has their own can of worms, though. Scott L says you're with Sorokin. Ha- Having a subpar season so far, do you think he continues or will he regain his Vesna form? Think about that. A 914 save percentage, 13th best in the NHL subpar season. 
Well, and that's that's the one thing that I encourage. I, I, I feel like I have to say I encourage people to look at. You are expecting Sorokin to play at Sorokin levels every single season. If Sorokin's playing at Sorokin levels every season, he's a first ballot Hall of Famer. He is. So you're expecting first ballot Hall of Famer performances year in, year out, game in, game out from him. I don't have that expectation for him. Most goalies, there's fluctuation from year to year. Most goalies. And so far, this is – okay, so he's not putting up the same numbers. But in big moments, he makes big saves. I can't tell you how many points he's been worth for us this year. He plays against all the tough teams. Yeah. You're like, oh, yeah. Well, he, did, he gave up a lot of goals against San Jose. Well, all the tough teams, they, they you know, as you would expect, Sorokin's in that. He's the starting goalie. He's going to play against the tough teams, right? That's just how that works. Um, so simple as that. Against Edmonton, the high-flying, powerful Edmonton offense. They didn't put Sorokin in that. They put Sorokin in that. He plays a tougher matchup. And, and, you know, I just say in general, goaltending around the league has sucked the last few years it gets i feel like it gets worse and worse and worse every year that being said varlamov and sorokin the goalie tandem right i remember i told you the only goalie tandem i thought was better was boston and it is right everybody sleeps on swayman i've always told you swayman's fantastic just never gets enough starts but boston they're maybe the only team that has a better goalie tandem than us i think our goaltending might be despite being 17th or 20th in goals against this season I think our goalie tandem is maybe the second best. You cannot debate their top three in the NHL. I don't think you can argue they're not. I don't know who's better, honestly. I think Boston. All right, maybe Boston. I said that's the only team I think is better. But their top three, you cannot argue that they're not top three. But I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, that's that's a huge strong point of our team, just goaltending. Fantastic. Um, here you go. Uh, Matthew there. That was Goon Goon says, how much of the current Islanders hot streak should be credited to Count Lambert? As that much as, as much as he was credited for how bad they were playing, he should get credit for how good they're playing. Now. Exactly. Either you have an impact on the team or you do not. And if he had such a bad impact where we needed to fire him, we should have such a great impact when the team's successful to where we should celebrate him. Uh, Chubby Cheese, 69-69, what a name, says here. The Simon Holmstrom hate is nuts. No, you know what it reminds me of right now? It's just, it he's Josh Bailey 2.0. You know what it reminds me of? It reminds me like of Tim Tebow, and everybody's like, oh, Tim Tebow's so great, he's so this, Tebowing, all that crazy shit that was going on. Tim Tebow was not a great quarterback. I, I, think Simon, I think, right, but like you talk about why did people hate Tim Tebow? It wasn't because they hated Tim Tebow, right? They saw what he was. They hated him because he was love. Christian. Well, okay. They hate him because he was Christian. It was all the love. The it was all the That's love. the reason for the hate. Okay. All the love, too. That Okay, maybe bad, maybe bad comparison. What I'm trying to say is why do people hate or dislike? I think people are sick and tired of seeing every single day, again, the, 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 the Simon Holmstrom, the Simon Holmstrom media accounts pumping out every single tweet or every other tweet. He's just so great. Isn't he such a dreamy guy? He's so great. He's great on defense. He's great on the penalty kill. He's great on scoring. Look at this. Look at this shootout goal he just had. Simon Holmstrom's the best player we've ever had. Freaking lace, lace up a pair of skates. That's what we're sick of. And here's the thing. That shootout goal was outstanding. It was. You know what? He fails anytime he's got, he's put on anything but the third line. Just that's just the way it is. He's not a star. He's a third line guy. And the love for a third line guy, I don't get it. 
I don't get it. Raymond O'Sullivan. Concerning the Islanders make the third make the third interesting game after game, I will take any goal they score, even strength or not. Yeah, that's true. Um, Matthew S. says, oh, Kempfer. Um, Gungun says here, Holmstrom was a ghost last year. Can you at least um, credit him for a resembling um, more of an actual human being this season, Grumpy? He's been fine on the third line. Islanders are going to the penalty box, by the by. So we're going to be on the penalty kill. Hopefully we have another successful PK. Um, again, this is, you know, Washington has been miserable on the power play this season. They have not been scoring a lot of goals. If this is a team you want to take penalties against, it's maybe Washington. Yeah. Their first power play was they didn't shoot enough, and the Islanders just fully collapsed it. I mean, everyone was inside the dots. It's like, I mean, they had total uh, control of possession, but uh, this penalty uh, it doesn't look like they're doing much damage right now. Got here a comment there from Drew saying, TJ, you should go over what Phil and you were talking about earlier. Yeah, I, I kind of touched on it a bit. Uh, you know, the, the thing that, that drives me crazy, and I think it's about the entire situation surrounding Simon Holmstrom, is these fans, some of these fans, cannot stop gushing over how fantastic he's been. But they're the same fans who will shit on Sorokin night in, night out. Oh, what? I've never seen a guy play so small before in my life. I've never seen a goalie not play the angles well. I've never seen that. I, I hear okay, you know of fucking excuses and shit talk on the best goalie who has ever, and I mean ever worn Islanders blue and orange, just shitting all over him. You complain about Sorokin, watch other goalies around the league, and you'll have a greater appreciation. Yep. That's all I have to say. I mean – he makes Absolutely. saves that nobody else is capable of making saves on. Okay, getting back to my point that I was I was going to try to build up to. But yes, I agree with you absolutely, Grump. Now, now here's the thing. What we've seen from him has been fantastic this year also. That simple. I, I don't think there's I don't think I have any issue with the way he's been playing, but it's like to think that there are people out there I can't stop singing and just having this glorious praise for the third liner who kills penalties, but they, they look past the fantastic goal play we have and are ultra critical. I just wish they kept the same energy with the criticism for Sorokin that they do with guys like Holmstrom or the guys no like, they do, like no, no adoption. That's correct. The same guys who are out there saying, Oh, Sorokin's so bad. He's not doing this well and that well. Were the same guys this offseason were telling us to trade Noah Dobson away. Oh, yeah, that's right. The same exact the same exact members who just can't stop praising how fantastic Holmstrom has been are the same guys who are telling you, let's trade Dobson. Dobson's bad. Dobson's overrated. Dobson's this. Well, they're singing a different tune now. Here's the thing, right? I'm willing to say Holmstrom's played much better than my wildest expectations this year. Congratulations. That's exactly what we need from him. But I'm just, I'm not celebrating a guy who's a third line winger who has five shorties and acting like he's the greatest thing ever. Who's a better great. I have a question. Who's a better player, Zach Parise or Simon Holmstrom right now? I'd probably take Parise. Absolutely. That's a good question to have. Who's Absolutely. better right now? Would you rather have Zach Parise or Simon? You had to pick one. Who would you pick? Zach Parise or Simon Holmstrom? Zach Parise, Zach Parise is able to score goals five on five. And on the power play, too. And on power play. 
You know what? You know why he was good on a penalty kill when he was out there? Because he wasn't cherry picking at the blue line. That's Simon Holmstrom. That's what he does. He learned that from Chris Terry down at Bridgeport. Oh, Chris Terry's so good. He's hanging out practically at center ice all the time, waiting for a breakout pass. Frank says, good win last night. Sorokin settled in after he gave up that awful goal to Dreisaitl. Yep. Um, and see, like, oh, fuck. Yeah, it's it wasn't a great goal he gave up. But guess what? He still played fantastic hockey. And your goalie's occasionally going to let in a softie. It's just a part of the game. I mean, it's almost like I don't know how Washington hasn't put a puck in here in the last five minutes. Again, they've totally, been the much better team. Totally total dominant. domination again this period. And the score is tied. I mean, total domination. That's how it was the first time we played them. We just had more goals in the back of that. We are being outshot right now 20 to 9. Again. I caught Mo. Now here's the thing. Riley's holding the stick and does a flip-flop head dive and uh he draws a penalty. Yeah, well, you know, we benefited from a bad call earlier. But here's yeah, the that, that Islanders are probably going to score on the power play. You said the Islanders. Yeah, my God. My God. I that's, mean, yeah, that's an awful. That's he grabbed his stuck and threw his that was That's a terrible call. That's a terrible call. That's awful. Then the Islanders will probably score on this, and they're going to have they're going to have 10 shots to 20 and have a 2-1 lead. Like when you watch them I play. Mean, the only is holding his stick. The whole way in, he's holding his stick. We do a lot of that shit. We do. Oh, my God. 96, he misses a, a chippy right there, right on the side of that. He misses it, and then he goes and uh, gets the penalty. He was draw. holding the stick the entire time as right. The entire My time, God. and then he grabs it and he does it. See, come on, just stop. How about let's call an embellishing? Holy shit, yeah, he missed a point-blank sitter too. Holy I don't know shit. how you missed that, honestly. Oof. The, the Capitals will give up a goal here. Even though we have not registered, we've registered one shot or two shots the second period. Ten minutes into the second period, two shots on target. I'm saying the Islanders are scoring on this power play. Simple as that. The Islanders will score. I just this is this is how the Islanders win games, and not like Paul Bissonette despises the Islanders. Now let me ask you, as a third party, this hockey is not entertaining to watch. A team get dominated. We are being dominated today. We are going to win this game. Don't okay. you think, Rumpy? It's, it's it's all about getting points, but for entertainment value, it's not good. That's my point. Just I said, as a third-party viewer, you won't say and watch this game and say, yeah, that team, the team in white, deserved to win tonight. We're going to beat Washington. Absolutely. I look at now. We are going to beat Washington tonight. I feel confident about that. But we are not the better of two teams. And this is the one thing we've talked about, too. Sometimes when your team goes on a great winning streak, there are games where you're like, oh, man, we're kind of outplayed, but we still won. I wonder if I, we're getting to that point in the winning streak. See, I look at how a team plays because – I know for a fact this style is not sustainable. Correct. Not, I agree with that. You're not going to be good teams like this. Yep. So to me, it's like, okay, how are we playing? Do we look? And like I said, I thought against Edmonton in the first couple of periods, I thought we looked really good. There are other games where I thought we looked really good. And then we kind of settled. Oh, my God. Kemper sucks. Um, and then, you know, we see us, our, us playing well. Okay. Even though we lose a game, we played really well. I like that. There were a string in that on our big winning streak going. There were a couple of times where I'm like, hey, we've been really, really good. Great periods. Like I said, against Edmonton, the, you know, having the sticks in the way, really, really good first two periods. And, eh. and then today it's like, man, if you played a good team, you're down big in this game. Because I don't, like I said, I don't think Washington's very good. 
Rick Rome or Grumpy. Uh, Holmstrom is a penalty-killing stud. No, he's not. Lou got his modern-day John Madden. Well done, Mr. Lamarillo. First-round pick for a, a third-line penalty killer. Really? Do you yeah. want to know where John Madden was selected? I don't know. Probably ninth round, eighth round. How about undrafted? Undrafted. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the point you should we shouldn't be celebrating like hey we got a solid bottom sixer with our first round selection yeah. uh, you know that's kind of like oh okay you know it's not what i wanted but i guess it will do that's the way you should look at first round picks that become bottom six guys uh scott levy says here thoughts on bertuzzo so far and i think riley has worked out so far riley blows riley blows sorry plays no defense bertuzzo slow Old and slow. He'll just he when once the guys come back, you won't see Bertuzzo anymore. Be a healthy scratch every night. Yep. Yeah. Now I think Bertuzzo he's just slow. I think here's the thing. Really he reminds me a little of Mayfield, where he's very physical. He can get a little. No. May, Mayfield's got well way more wheels than he does. He's slow. I, okay. I know. I know. I'm just saying he reminds me a little bit of that playing style, a slower playing style that is more physical um, in nature. Just talking about the way that they play. Uh, you know, let's see here. I'm telling you, it's just. I mean, all the Islanders are within five foot of the goalie. Ugh. Wait. And that's what I mean, a, a goal from at the blue line. But you know what? Maybe you can't see it because you got five, six, seven guys in front of the goalie. That's see, like teams in order to beat the Islanders have to say shoot the puck fifty thousand times because it can redirect in front of the net and we might be able to score too. I mean, that's the way I'm looking. It's like, did he even see the puck? Then that's one thing we col totally collapsed down on top of the goalie. I mean, you it's not sustainable. I don't even know if he saw it. I don't even know if he saw it. I'll be honest. You're not gonna. You. I'm not gonna blame him for that either because I'm. You no idea if he saw that puck or not. My gosh, we just we're we just want to have everybody huddle in front of the net. Oh, maybe we could stop everything. And it just that's, like, that's when we get in trouble in our defensive end. Did you see who was in front of the net losing that losing that battle in front of the net? Grumpy Romanoff. I'm certain of that. That no, was Riley, our boy Riley. Oh, Riley, Riley, Riley doesn't play any defense. He <laughs> thinks he's Bobby Orr. Yeah, he thinks he's Bobby Orr. He sucks. Bruce Harper said, "Do you feel like Lambert should be fired?" Nope. Uh, Here's the thing. I don't think we were wrong originally on Barry Trotz. We were. Now, here's the thing. I thought Barry Trotz had to go. I thought they had stopped listening to him, and I still feel that way. Yep. So I think that did he have to go? Sure. X's and O's and coach-wise, he's a much better coach than Lane Lambert. But with the firing of Barry Trotz and the new coach, there should be nothing that proves more prevalent than it's not the coach, it's the players. A new coach does not put magic elixir on our, our on our team's wounds and fix them. Just does it. I think it's more on the players than it is the coach at this point. But I could see him being a casualty of the entire thing. I, as long as they keep winning, he's not going to be a casualty for anything. Uh, even though we're down right now, I still think that. Man, I tell you, we just we from from insiders, we just throw up, we just throw the puck as far as we can and. In the air, let it bounce down to their zone, and hopefully we'll get that bounce. That's the way it is. Mm -hmm. Oh, we missed another. They missed another one. Driel said, "All I know is that Sorokin is making that save um, on the first goal against that Varley gave up." Absolutely, absolutely. Oh, Sorokin's just a better goalie. 
Yeah, it's not. He's a backup. Varum was a backup for a reason. Backup. Yeah. What is he, he grumpy? Backup. Backup. Just a backup. backup. That's what he is. He's a backup, guys. He's a thirty-five-year-old backup with no move, with no trade clause. Think about that. <laughs> Scott Levy like, says, "Holy shit." Does Parise come back to the Islanders or will he go somewhere else? Where somewhere does he fit else. in? Where does he fit in? You're going to sit mean, Simon Holmstrom? When Gauthier tell me, you sit Gauthier? Do you sit Cal Clutterbuck? Who are you sitting? Are you sitting Hudson Fashing for, for Zach Parise? Right? Like, here's the thing I think Zach Parise would be valuable on our team. And for all the Holmstrom fans, he hasn't won one fucking puck battle along the wall all year. He doesn't do it. He doesn't even, he's like, he. Oof. Hell, Kemper made a save. What do you know? Islanders are going to be headed back to the power play. Nick Jensen gets a high sticking call against them. I mean, we're we're hooking and grabbing Washington all over the place. No calls. It's just it's interesting. I'm just saying we've had the benefit absolutely of the calls this year. I, I don't know what I don't know what the disparity is pow, uh, penalties against and power plays for. I don't know, but it seems like the other teams are always in the box against us. I don't even see how because we're not that talented. Every little picking back foul. But I mean, we're getting, we're hooking and holding all the time. No calls. The all score, time. real quick, Sean. It's two to one, the Washington Capitals there. How are the Capitals competitive? They're averaging 2.4 goals per game, right? I, even though the Capitals are winning games, scoring that few goals and winning is not sustainable. Nobody is talking about the Washington Capitals as being a Stanley Cup contender because nope. it doesn't matter what their point. If they beat us tonight, ho ho, they're going to have three games in hand and only be two points behind us or whatever the hell it's going to be. They're not a contender not for good. winning the Stanley Cup. They are not good enough. Philadelphia, not good enough. Absolutely that's, not. That's my point, though. That's that's the entire point behind it, Grump. I mean, um, yeah, probably should have had that. I agree. I agree there, Matthew S. For Rick Rowe, my grumpy. Future Islander Adam Henrique had a hat drink versus hat drink. Hat trick versus the Devils, then a goal last night. Say goodbye to those picks and prospects, boys. Is he 36? Yeah. Pretty old, isn't he? Yeah, he's he's on an expiring deal. But we will absolutely I could definitely see us trading a first round pick and Oliver Wallstrom for him. No, 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 no. Way too much. No way. No way. When is this guy ever not traded way too much, Grumpy? All right. Uh, Adam Henrique is not worth a first-round pick in Oliver Wallstrom. Come on. Guess what? We gave up. Okay, for Kyle Palmieri, you gave up a first and a fourth for Kyle Palmieri and Travis Zajac. Yeah, but Palmieri was, what, 30 at the time? Henrique's, what, 36? Adam Henrique's not trading first-round picks for 36-year-old. Adam Henrique's production, I believe, was better at that time period. Than, than what we saw production-wise from uh, from uh, Paul Mary that year. I got to look that yeah, up. I, I could not imagine them bringing him in. Well, it's it's right within his wheelhouse. There are people he feels comfortable at, people he knows. Adam Henrique, how many points do you think Adam Henrique has this season? 20? 18 points in 30 games. 18. Okay, that's not great. Right? What is it? That, what does that break down to, like 55 points? Kyle Palmieri, the year before we, the year that we traded for him, Kyle Palmieri's point production was 17 points in 34 games. Less than where Adam Henrique is. That's all I'm going to say. 
I mean, I'd love to see the Islanders score here, tie this game up with four and a half minutes to go. We were in the third, in the second period. Good certainly man. want to go. Certainly, not, and I mean, the Islanders have a bunch of guys in close to net. Uh, goon goon, grumpy. Grumpy, how is Jethro Tull not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? I didn't realize they weren't in. I cannot answer that question, Goon Goon. They should be. Andrew L. Grump. This narrative that Holmstrom is just goal hanging and cherry picking is just straight up wrong. No, it's absolutely not. It's absolutely not. Watch the fucking games. Just watch the fucking games. He's always cherry picking on a fucking penalty kill. Always. I'm not saying he's cherry picking. He's definitely trying to fly the zone, though. I do agree. He's definitely trying to fly the zone. Absolutely. Cherry picking and flying the zone are different, though. We get the puck, bam, he's out of the zone all the time. All the time. All the freaking time. Frank K said, so we're resuming from the shitty third period last night. Yeah, we're, we're picking up right where we left off last night with another shit, <laughs> shitty period after shitty period. Rick Roma says, who deserves the Islanders MVP 30 games in? Dobson, Horvat? I'd say it's got to be Dobson with a close second of, of Matt Barzal. Yeah. Yep. Barzal's been spectacular this year, too. Absolutely spectacular. I don't know what type of formation that Washington is showing here on the penalty kill, but it, it, it doesn't look like anything I've ever seen. <laughs> um, the Islanders look tired again tonight, says Jack Anton. Now, here's the thing, too. We've talked about this also. What type of effect is uh, or is playing the trot? This is This is trying to replicate the trot system. What is that going to look like when we try to do that in over an 82-game year? We didn't do that 82 games last year. We only did it for the last 30 or 40. Kemper can't catch, can't catch a fucking cold, and somehow we're not putting it butts in behind him. I, 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 he's, he's horrible. He's I terrible. Uh, Dan L., grumpy old man. Seeing Bartuzzo, Riley, and Fashing proves that these bottom-depth guys can easily be replaced. Exactly. No need to lock these uh, kind of players into long-term deals. We've been saying that for years. It's absolutely not necessary. You nope. give them nothing. You give them nothing. I agree. It's you don't need to if you don't if you don't want to take the contract. Guess what? We're not going to pay you like we're not going to lock you into a contract in term that top four players or top six forwards should be locked into. You're a depth player. We can replace you with waiver wire pickup A or draft pick trade for Bertuzzo. You can do and that. There's really not much difference. That's 100% right. Goon Goon says, under what circumstances would uh, would you bold bitches be okay with the, uh, the Islanders trading away the first-round pick at the deadline? None. Nothing. None. None. Unless the Islanders were to say, hey, every single player is butting in. You know, uh, Sorokin looks like he has six shutouts in a row, and Matt Barzal is putting up historic numbers. I just don't think we're good enough. It, it would take a lot to change my thought process to think we're good enough. We're not good enough. That's my thing. It would take a lot to change my thought. Of we're I'm not, I'm, I'm not trading away first-round draft picks. Just stop. It's going to be our fifth year in a row doing that. Just stop. Frank DaCosta, Grump. You want to know why we have to sign these guys on waivers off the streets or uh, any street he comes in and plays? Because we have nothing in the minor league system to move up and play. That's the reason why. That's the reason why you're trading Bertuzzo. You're picking up, uh, you know, Senor Streety to play the other side. Um, I mean – that's just the way it is. That's what happens when you have no young talent. Hmm. Uh, Frank DeCosta says, so you think anyone's going to tell these guys the game started yet, or will they figure it out about 9.15 tonight and the Caps are tied, tired of skating them into the ice? 
Oh, man. Uh, Grumpy is the best, but is he watching the game on the moon? Uh, maybe it was about the bad. Um, Andrew L says, hey, Grumpy, all you have to do... Is- oh, no, we read that one already. Uh, TJ. Oh, oh, shit. Okay. Um, Grumpy screen is just pixels. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. Uh, Joseph, he said, Edmonton is wasting the two best players in the league perennially. Perennially Agreed. is Agreed. hilarious. Agreed. Yep. HB Carlos Grump. Salute, Islanders Nation. Absolutely there. Welcome, welcome. Drew L, grumpy old man. I know what's more plausible. The Mets getting Yamamoto, uh, they will not be getting Yamamoto. They're going to get him. They absolutely will not. I'm going to tell you why. They, they, traded, they traded for Tyrone Taylor and Adrian Hauser today from Milwaukee. David Stearns knows them, and he gave up a prospect. I don't know anything about the prospect. Um, and that's how you know they're not getting Yamamoto. They're already going to plan B. Islanders, the, the Mets are getting Yamamoto. Grumpy. Or the Islanders winning the cup or Grump and be able to fix his router. Um, I would say the, probably there's a more chance of me winning the Football Fantasy League and the Islanders never say die league after I trounced Drew last week. And then I play again this week. Let's see how that turns out. God. Where's Tony Cheese? I don't know. Good question. Where is the Tony Cheese? Where is the cheese of Tony? Um, and... uh uh, it's the Knicks winning the championship, Drew. Oh, damn. That's not happening either. Oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. Um, Jack Anton said, I am Holmstrom's bit of critic, but he's earned a spot on that third line. Absolutely. Oh, that's fine. Yes, absolutely. He's fine on the third line. That's all I'm saying. He's fine on third line. If he didn't score early, if he wasn't flying the zone all the time and didn't have five, uh, five of these shorthanded goals, no one would be talking about him. That's but he has, only- though. But he has. No, no, okay. But what I'm saying is, he's not a good enough player where something extraordinary has to happen to even notice him on the ice. Five on five. Do you ever notice him? Ever? No, no we don't. No, no. You never freaking ever. I agree. That we don't. I mean, that's correct. That's all I have to say. Mm-hmm. Um, here we go here. Goon uh, Goon Grump. Between periods, how about the much discussed annual look see through the Isles Lab site? Both you chill chaps give a yay or a nay regarding the merchandise. Okay. I guess we'll do that then. We could do that today. We could do that, Grumpy. We'll have to get caught up here real quick. The Rick Roma, Grumpy. The, you know what? I still have never been able to figure out what plus 500, plus 5,000. How about you give us like two to one? How about something like that? <laughs> okay. I, I mean, I, I, I don't even know what those odds mean. I guess the Knicks are a more of a longer Less shot. likely to win. Who knows? Horvat, I think, is on like a 10 or 11 game scoring streak right now. Who is? Horvat. Yeah, he yeah, he's got a, he's got, I think it's a 12 game point streak. Oh, 12? Okay. I, I didn't know how many it was. Here you go, Grumpy. Drew oh, L. Turnover, turnover. Man, you got to make that pass. Who the hell was that who didn't make that pass there? Uh Drew says, also, TJ, why is it not on Twitter that whenever you give up a give a more neutral take, people just assume you're hating? It's now. Here's the thing. It's like Twitter's just a cesspool. They're just a whole bunch of NPCs, non-playable characters, just kind of bopping around. It's pathetic. It's the reason I don't. I don't usually interact too much on Twitter is for that exact reason. But like people, people, that's where people enjoy being. And so, but it, honestly, it all started because Phil tweeted at me about a tweet I put out two years ago. Two years ago, Grumpy, talking about Simon Holmstrom's not as good as the three amigos. I still maintain that thought. Okay. Who has better numbers this year? 
between the four guys. They're, they're all similar. They're all 13, 13. Okay, so 17. in other words, nothing special about Simon Holmstrom. He's Again. doing exactly what everybody else is doing in that spot. Yeah, there you go. And I bet he's not. they're not on penalty uh, penalty kill, cherry, uh, cherry picking at the blue line. That's what I'm going to guarantee you. Grubby's going to guarantee you. He's a serviceable third-line guy. That's what he is. Yes. That's what he is. I have um, no problem at all saying that. Rick Roman says, has a team ever won an NBA championship when their odds are plus five? Th- I don't know. No idea. Here's the thing. The Knicks aren't winning because guess what? They're just not good enough. Sorry. Oh, man. Here's the thing, though. This schedule is tough, tough, tough. Tough, tough, tough portion of the schedule. You don't want to. This is not a good way to start off the tough portion of our schedule. That's for certain. Well, it's. I don't even know if it's a super tough part of the schedule. What I'm saying is. It has more uh, um, direct ramifications of what happens, right? Because they're four-point games. Pittsburgh twice, Carolina once, Washington. I mean, those are four-point games. Here's we just, lose, they pick up two on us. We win, they. I mean, we get two extra on them. So, just just to show you real quick, Grumpy, there are tough games here too. That's why I mentioned that. The Capitals. That's gonna be a tough game, right? These it's a tough game tonight. Anytime we're playing a division rival and they understand the magnitude of these games, these are all tough games. Carolina, tough game on Saturday. Penguins on Wednesday, tough game. Capitals, Penguins. Then you got the Colorado Avalanche again. Again, that's going to be a road game against Colorado. Arizona Coyotes. Who've been much better than I thought they would be, honestly. Yeah, they absolutely have. The Vegas Golden Knights. They're a pretty damn good squad. The Vancouver Canucks and the Toronto Maple Leafs. Yeah, they're they're both pretty good too. This is this is a tough. Not only are these games extremely important because we have five teams we play in our division in a ten game stretch, starting tonight. Tonight's our first one. You've got here's the thing: Colorado's going to make the postseason. Vegas is going to make the postseason. Vancouver and Toronto are all going to make the postseason. Arizona right now right might make the postseason, but right this is a tough portion of our schedule. These 10 games are extremely crucial. They're tough opponents. How has Pittsburgh given up seven? How have the Islanders given up 17 more goals than Pittsburgh? Pittsburgh, because who was horrible, the worst team in the league defensively. We've given up 17 more goals in Pittsburgh. Just makes you think, imagine if we had a worse goalie than what we have. Imagine oh, if our goalies were less. Yeah. It'd be ugly. It'd be ugly because Pittsburgh, right? Pittsburgh's not been playing well this season. Pittsburgh's in blow it up territory. Yeah, I agree. Even though think about it, they have a positive. They have a positive goal differential this season yeah, too. Though. They lose a lot of tight games. They do. Yeah. The Islanders are playing every game like a one a one goal game at the end of games, but they're still they're still winning them though. That's the difference there. The Can Islanders are winning. Can Trump. you do that all year long though? It tends to wear you out. We've seen on the Barry Trots in full seasons, man, we really kind of hit the wall in the second half of the season. Yep. We uh, have. Also, just something else, just a little chirping. Nolan Patrick, who was retired. number two. He retired today, which is, I guess he made his money. Um, so we'll go back to his hometown and he'll teach stick handling or whatever it is that he does. He has severe concussion issues. Oh, is, well, what, is what so like or I'm sorry, migraine issues, I believe is no. exactly what it was. He's got severe migraine issues that has caused him like severe ramifications outside of the sport. 
And he's just like, it's not worth me to try to continue to chase this. So, um, uh, Frank K said they're winning in spite of Lane Lambert. He's a shit coach. He's lucky to have to have these two goalies. He is lucky to have these two goalies. These yep. two goalies are the best in the NHL. But it, it's just I'm more pointing out the reason I'm pointing out is just to point out the fallacy, right? If you're gonna say that Lane Lambert has direct impact on the team's success and failure, when the team's successful, you also have to give them credit for that, and when the team's failing, you also have to give them credit for that too. I don't think it's a coach. I think it's more the players. Sorry. Yep. I just so think it's I. more the players. You're never going to find a coach that does everything correct because they're human, just like us. And it was the San Jose game again. I stand by that. Uh, no one's saying that I uh, must be talking about the, the Knicks um, that went in the championship since Leon Rose took over. They built the way that Rick, the right way, Rick and I believe they're one or two players away. Call about the Knicks. Rick Roma. You want to give credit to Lane, but not Lou. Let's be fair. No matter what you think of Lou, he built a team that's third in the Metro and might finish second when all send up. Okay. They're not going to be – I'm telling you right now. They're not going to continue this pace. Carolina and New Jersey will both be ahead of the Islanders. I, you know, I'm dying to see how far Carolina – Carolina has played one extra game, and they're one, one point behind. That's correct. There is absolutely no way the Islanders are going to finish ahead of Carolina. And then you have Jersey. They're not going to jump. They're not going to jump the Rangers either, might you add. Yeah, absolutely not. Happen. They, I, here's the thing. I firmly believe they'll beat out the Flyers because I just don't think the Flyers are that good. Carolina and Jersey and the Rangers. And now here's the thing. They might, they, I guarantee, now it looks like the uh, Rangers probably going to win division. Then you got Carolina and then you got the, the Devils. Those are your top three. I don't care. Like I said, you look at the difference between uh, where the Islanders are at 38 points and then, you know, Hurricanes, 37, Washington, 34, Jersey, 34. I mean, uh, sorry, those teams are – it's so tightly bunched that at the end of the day, the talent's going to show out. That's what you're going to see with Jersey. Uh, how is, let me just – I'm interested. What's Jersey done their last 10? <sighs> okay. Six, you just want me to show you, Grumpy? Or, six, or three and one. Screen? six, three, and one. Yeah, six, two, and one, actually. Six, three, and one, the last 10. Six, three, and one. Gotcha. Six, three, and one. Here's the thing. There's a lot of tight. There's This is why this stretch of games is uber important. They're really close to each other here in this division and in this conference. So, uh, you know, a game here lost tonight puts the Capitals with three games at hand, two points behind us. Despite, I, mean, I don't think the Capitals are a contender. I don't think the Islanders are a contender, but the Capitals would be having more points per game on average than the Islanders do. So, don't you feel? Some, don't but, you feel at some point in time that Carolina is going to button up that defense a little bit, like they did against Golden Knights last night? I mean, they've given, like, up a, yeah. they've given up 103 yeah. goals. A shitload of goals. They've been bad defensively. They've had leads and blown. They're they're not having a problem scoring. It's been the defense. It's not good. They also it's not they also, they also waived Auntie Ranta and sent him to the minors. Makes you think they might be making a move for a goalie, don't you? Don't you think? They should, but that's the backup that beat the Islanders last year. Now he's in the minors. Backup got beat by backup. <laughs> oh man. Lou hired Lane, just saying. Yeah, he hired Lane. Now, here's the thing. 
I don't think Lane. I think Lane is not. He's like he's a, he's he's a serviceable coach. He is. It's not like oh great. I thought the hiring of Barry Trotz was a lot more for for Lou than the hiring here of of Lane Lambert. That simple. I think I think Barry Trotz was a much bigger get, if that makes sense at that time period. Um, yes. I can't be. Oh, I convinced. Oh, more more Knicks talk. I'm sorry. I, I don't know enough about the Knicks talk. Uh, Jack Anton says here lethargic first period. True. Um, John Santa Maria Grump. What do you guys think of Mike Riley so far? I think he fits well with what he brings to the table. He doesn't play any defense. He thinks he's Bobby Orr. He's a pissant. I don't like him at all. I, you know what? I guess he's serving his purpose. When everybody's back healthy, you're not going to see him either. He's going to be. I think he'll be the bottom pairing defenseman. Really? So you're not going to play Aho or Bullduke? Yes. Both of them will not be here. Okay, because I don't think he's that good. He would have to play with Mayfield. He would absolutely have to play with Mayfield. I would hate that matchup. He's a turnover machine. I, I don't. I don't like him. I know why. I, I know why Boston got rid of him, and Florida wanted no nothing to do with him either because he doesn't play any defense. Just doesn't. Yeah, but uh, you know he's he'll be a bottom line guy. I think uh, my Lebroni said here. I think the fire lane was because it didn't seem that the team was listening to him anymore. Now it seems that they're listening to the coach. Um, yeah, the uh, I think people were upset the fact that we were losing games in the third period. We were giving up leads and losing games in overtime. I think is why fans were upset, and, and rightfully so. But like when we're winning games now, I think we've been punching punching above our weight class. I think we're I I'll state this again. I think we're an average to an above average team. Over the last 15 games, we've been playing well above that mark. Absolutely. There'll be time periods where we play well below that mark, though. It's all going to even out. It's like it's an 82-game season for a reason. But, like, I, it's just like I, I just I wanted to point out the hypocrisy that I see there where it comes down to people just couldn't stop yelling, fire him, fire him, fire him. And now uh, no credit goes to Lane during the team's success. We're giving it to Simon Holmstrom. Yay! And Anders Lee and Bo Horvat. Not giving too much to Matt Barzal or to Noah Dobson or to Sorokin. It's just certain select players. Yeah, the the, the guys who suck, really. The guys who get who get shit on for poor performances. We need to go ahead and give them pats on the back during time periods like this. Yeah. Um Thomas Rudy Grump. Another back to back night two letdown tonight, coaching. No. I just think it's hard for the old legs to get moving there. Back to back days. That's you know, we're gonna have a lot of them in the second half of the season. Yep. And now here's the thing, too. You're going to have more of these. So every team has to deal with these. Nick D. Grump. Grumpy, the curve. TJ, how you guys doing tonight? Podcast reminder, fire Lou Lamarillo. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely here. Um, oh, salute, says lefty all around. How's Bo Horvat doing for you guys? Really good. Really good. I think so, too. He's doing yeah. he's he's doing everything we could want from him this season. Absolutely, he is. So no complaints, no complaints about our. Imagine, imagine if we had a left winger, a legit left winger to play on that line. Lefty all around, Grump. Personally, I'm glad we kept JT Miller, much better player than Horvat. JT Miller is really good too. I think Tony JT Miller is a better player than Horvat. Yes, I think he's a better player than Bo Horvat. Would yeah, you agree? A, yeah, Miller's good. I didn't used to like him because of his name, but he's good. He's spectacular. Um, Rick Roman said. Oh, more of this, Randall. I'm sorry. Um, at least the Islanders have won the cup. Vancouver, it's Vancouver Canucks time is near. 
is what he says there. Maybe. I, I hope for you guys. I always, I was pulling back when they had Bobby Lou years Absolutely. ago. Absolutely. He was an, he was another guy who was a spectacular goalie, but did not get the respect from the Vancouver fans that he should have. He's a, a Hall of Fame goalie, and they couldn't wait to run him out of town to bring Corey Schneider in to be the guy, and yeah. that didn't turn out so great for them. It did not. <laughs> um, here you go, Grumpy. Um, okay, here you go. This is uh, Drew responding back to uh, to, uh, uh, to left Hey, Lefty all around. He's honestly exceeded expectations for me. I didn't think he'd finish on a point-of-game pace, although I think that contract will hurt four to five years from now. Well, yes. That's a, that's a given. Okay? I agree. But I, you know, he's probably not going to be a point of game guy when all is said and done. He's on a hot streak. Remember, he's really struggling mightily to start the season. Guys were up and down. So, but like I, everyone knows, I like Bo Horvat. Just didn't want to give up the first round pick. Didn't care about the other two guys. First round picks are what I cared about. It's just, it was always, it's just like the 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 principle behind it. We're giving up a first round pick, top prospect, and Anthony Bavillier for a guy who was going to be open to everybody and be a free agency. If you're already planning on paying him more than anybody was going to pay him, you just could have waited till free agency to do that. Yep. And you could have had your first round pick in one of the deepest draft classes in the last decade. I don't think, I don't think his market would have been as robust as the contract that Lou gave him because he didn't wait. He didn't wait a second to sign that. Especially once he only put up like eight or however many points in like the last 20 games of the season that, that wouldn't do wonders for his market. Absolutely not. And here's the thing, you know, that the agents, all right, they say you're not allowed to talk to other teams. Yeah. They, They talk to all the GMs to find out, Hey, if he hits free agency, what are you looking at? And, you know, you they, yeah, I mean, come on. Everyone knows that. Rick Roma. Horvat has been way better than I thought he'd be, and the Canucks got ripped off in that trade contract is another story. Uh, I, here's the thing. I, I'm not sure they got ripped off in the trade. They got a first-round pick. Think about what the Vancouver Canucks got. For a guy who had a he career walked. year and a contract season who was going to walk. They got a first-round pick, a top prospect for the Islanders. Again, is he a top prospect in the league? No, but he was our top prospect and Anthony Bavillier. I never liked Horvat. I watched him many years. His passing was brutal with the Canucks. Says well, he doesn't have to worry about doing that, what he's what he's doing now. Matt Barzell does all that. He just shoots just, a puck. He just sits there and shoots. Yep. And that's and that's more of his strong suit. So um all long contracts never end well, says HB Carlos. True. Well, not, not true, but the majority true. James uh, Farrell says, not a good first period tonight, guys. Uh, exactly. Drew L. Grumpy. It's a little early to s- say that if the Horvat trade was a fleece or not. Five years down the road would be an accurate assessment, plus Ratu is on one of the deepest teams in the NHL depth-wise. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Now, if he comes up with Vancouver, he's probably a third-line guy because they're loaded. The first two lines are loaded. Yeah. So very possible he's a third line guy and whatever the first round draft pick turns out to be. And here's the thing. They have salary cap space now that they didn't have before. The thing I'll say about this about Aturatu, right? He's 21 years old. He's in Abbotsford. He's in the A. He's got 18 points in 24 games. The same guys who are cheering over the production, the AHL production over a guy like, like Simon Holmstrom. Same exact shit. You're like, okay, the production was almost similar when he was in the A, or actually his production was less in the A than what Aturatus has been. I, it's early. He's 21 years old. We'll see how it goes. He's. It's more the first-round pick is exactly right, Crump. Um, yeah. 
Goon Goon Grump. Gents, is all of your holiday shopping done, or do some last-minute additions still need to be put into place? I've will got most of them. Will Sunex receive the most gifts this year? He always receives the most gifts. Yeah, he usually does. Sunex, Sunex, unapologetically, he'll he'll be the guy where it's like, hey, you want anything for Christmas? Well, thank you for asking. I've had a laundry list of things to go ahead and go for, he and you can buy me whatever you want. He always seems to have a list. Now, when he was a kid, he never had a list, but he seems to have a list now. He always had a list as a kid. Are you kidding not me? Not really. Not really. Not really. Lefty's all around says the Canucks are second in the NHL right now. How did we lose that trade? We're a much better team without Horvat, in my opinion. Well, it did coincide. I wanted I wanted Besser in the same deal. I wanted Besser. Yeah, people. There were people on the show. Oh, Brock Besser's overrated. Brock Besser's I wanted him. I wanted both of them. Remember that night they made the trade? I said, I said, I said, okay, we got Horvat. I wanted Besser too. Now, I, I mean, I would have been gung-ho for that deal. Mm-hmm. You're getting two younger pieces uh, that automatically, you know, these, these are first-line guys for us. That's why Ratu's on the AHL team. Uh, he's nearly a point a game there. Yeah, he's 18 points in 24 games there. He'll get called up soon. It's all about, you know, the draft pick. The only thing Vancouver lost in that trade um, so far was with Philly. Yeah, they traded away our draft pick for Philip uh, Philip Hornick, and they've got, Atu Ratu is the prospect. So they essentially said, we're going to get rid of a guy who's leaving us and walking because he wants a huge fat contract. Somebody's willing to give it to him. We are not because we know more than just the last blink of an eye of Bo Horvat. So they didn't give it to him. So they got Philip, Philip Hornick and then Atu Ratu. And they got a fifth round pick back yeah. for Anthony Bavillier. I'll just tell you how Philip Horn, uh, Hornick is doing this year. Um, in where the heck is he? I'll pull it up for you. Don't worry, Grumble. In 33 games, he's got two goals, 27 assists, is a plus 20, uh, nine power play points. Um, they lost that trade big time. Yeah. He's plus 20 with 29 points in 33 games. Wow. They traded Bo Horvat for a defenseman who's almost who's got more points than Bo Horvat, Atu Ratu, in a fifth-round pick. Well, Vancouver surely doesn't know what they're doing. I know what they're doing. No, Grumpy, they don't. They don't okay. know what they're doing. He's he's on their power plays on the defense first defense pairing. He's good. John John, John Santa Maria says Romanoff needs a better fitting helmet, so I don't need to watch him constantly snapping his head forward to get a better fit. Just saying. <laughs> That's fair. The Islanders are better with Horvat. Yeah, I so, think they absolutely so. are. So it's a, it's a trade that worked out for both parties. It definitely worked out for Vancouver, absolutely, and it definitely worked out for us. Um and uh, here we go. Uh, yo, my people, what's up, Frank? Um, let's see here. Uh, okay. Key addition, says Lefty all around there. Cole DeSmith, Sutter, Sousey, Rafferty, coaching from top to bottom. Um, Rick Roma Grump. I feel like Ratu was free-falling. His draft year was kind of a red flag. I don't love him as a prospect, and I'm not convinced he'll, he'll even be much in the NHL. I'm just going to tell you one thing. I saw him play two games in Bridgeport. He was light years better than Simon Holmstrom. I mean, light years. There was no comparison between those two guys. No comparison. Third period underway. Third period underway is right, grumpy old man. Um, Islanders, which New York New York pro sports team player had been mistreated, misused the most? Oliver Wallstrom or the main MILF man, Zachary Wilson? I'd say it's Wallstrom. I think it's Wilson. You think he's been mistreated more? Misused Absolutely. more? 
Yes. Why is that? I just think he has. I'm just asking why. I think he's okay. He's. I mean, Albert Walsham hasn't given a shot. Okay, first of all, we're crossing sports, so it's hard to think, but starting quarterback one week, bench the next, starting quarterback the next, bench the next. I mean, I, I mean, what do you expect the man to do? I mean, this Kemper sucks. A puck goes right to his glove and hits the crossbar. I mean, it tips his glove. Maybe that's what made, made it hit the crossbar. But, man, he sucks. I'm sorry. He sucks. What do you that think the likelihood is that, that that Washington blows a third-period lead against us? I, I, I don't know. I think it's very, very possible we win this game. Here you go. Question there, Grumpy. James F. says here, guys, guys. Holton has five shorties. What's the record for most shorties in a season by a player? Not sure in the NHL, but definitely the Islanders is seven. Yeah, uh, and that was by uh, Jerry Goalhanger. And it was also tied up with um, no, not Franz Nielsen. Franz Nielsen had seven. Charlie Cherry Picker. That's those are the guys. Who, oh, big save by Varley again. Right, but let's. I, I mean, again, comments, buddy. <laughs> okay, well, go ahead. I mean, I'm still going to watch the game. Okay, well, you, we can do both, Grumpy. You can multitask. I'm, I'm asking to multitask. Well, please. if I see something happen in the game, I'm going to chirp in on it. That's all. Thomas Rudy said TNT's blocked out tonight. Where I am. WTF. Oh, oh man. TNT's working fine on Long Island there. Jack Daniels, Grumpy. People forget Sorokin's best games were the ones we lost. He faced like 50 shots or something crazy in all those, and he looked amazing. Yeah. He's doing what he needs to. He's playing the way we need him to play. Absolutely. Uh, Grumpy Goon I'd love a rematch at the 82 Cup Finals. That's Vancouver and the Islanders. Uh, maybe Tiger Williams, Williams could drop the honorary first buck. Neither team is going to make the Stanley Cup Finals. It would result in the Canucks losing in seven. <laughs> they know that well. Oh, Ooh, no. Cheap shot. Oh, they, do, no. they do tend to lose a couple of game sevens. That's the sure. Islanders are putting pressure on them early. That's for damn certain. Um, all righty here. And another post. I, I, I swear, Kemper looks like me in net, honestly. Frank says here, TJ, can't believe you're arguing with me about Horvat. Thought he was fucking that Andrew, okay. Andrew Ladd 2.0. I'm okay. reading a comment, Grumpy. Okay, okay. please. Um, <laughs> you really think that I'd buy an authentic Horvat jersey? If he wasn't a stud, now apologize to Bo. I, I, I'm not apologizing to Bo. He's done well this year. I, I like what he's done. He's on it does he's on a 12 or 13 game point streak. He's done well. He's buried the opportunities he's been provided, and that's what his job is. So I'm happy he's doing that. Um Wilson runs a varley. Oh gosh, here. Um, I think it's safe to say that it was Colorado's defensive system that made Kemper look good rather than Kemper actually being good. Yes. I think it, I think it was the fact that they scored so many goals. Christopher cancel grumpy. Um how do you know that? How do you know that TJ? Did you predict the future about us giving up the first round pick? I predicted it last year, and I'll predict it again because we've given up a first round pick the last four years in a row. And anytime our team has a chance to to, to make a maybe a move in the postseason, we give it up. So we're going to trade away our first round pick again. Oh my god! Thanks. Thank goodness. What there was a cap? There was a capital guy just flashing in wide open. Our two defensemen going towards the guy with the puck. It got deflected. Thank goodness. I was like, whoa. Here's a good question for you, Grump. Grumpy, would you say Holmstrom owns a cherry picker at his Long Island residence? Absolutely. I like Absolutely. this by Thomas Rudy, Grumpy. I like this one. Yeah, Nar stops. I like it. My little brownie, Grump. 
So far in the season, there hasn't been one goalie who's been spectacular night in, night out with that logic. The Islanders have as good a chance as anyone else. Uh, I, uh, no, sorry, no. I think to, to make the postseason, sure. Absolutely. Seth Parker said, time to wake up. Talking about the Islanders. Yeah, absolutely. It's time for them to wake up. Um, uh, John A. says here, uh, you would think that Wally would come out with some extra vigor to try to get a spot back. Nope. Um, have to put have to put some blame on him when he's given an opportunity uh, as minimal as they may come. Uh, you have to seize it, and uh, he just hasn't done that. Here's the thing: our team's just been dominated. Our team in general, this game has just been, I think, outplayed. I'm, I'm not sure what you're expecting from Oliver Wallstrom when we get no offenses. We're putting some pressure on now. But the first two periods, we've been dominated. I'm not sure what you want from Wallstrom at this point. I, I'm um, just going to tell you, he wishes he was gone from this organization. He, I'm telling you, he, he, he'll he be happy when he gets traded as well. And he's like, maybe he'll get an actual chance. Guys, the two games, Washington Carolina, both win or split or both losses. What do you think the record's going to be, Grumpy? Over the, these 10 games we talked about, 10 hard games, what do you think the record's going to be? Um, 10 games? The 10 games, that's correct. The 10 tough games we just prefaced about 15 minutes ago. <sighs> just like, Just like you would expect. All oldies have that to where they have to have the volume on their phone. So when you call, they don't have it on buzz. <laughs> oh, man. Um, I, I'm thinking our average is going to be somewhat mediocre in in, av- in the middle. Some places where I'm expecting our production to be. Maybe we come away with four wins, five losses in an overtime loss, something like that. Somewhere average, somewhere mediocre is what I'm expecting for our, our next 10 games. What about you, Grump? Okay. I was going to say like uh Four and six. Okay. Will Washington's TJ Oshie score a goal? Um, no, I'm gonna say no. We're only in period three, so I could say with some confidence right now. No. Uh, Drew says here. I think in order for people to appreciate Sorokin more, um, we need to make sure that they watch Rick Rick DiPietro post 2004. Or just watch anybody. Watch Kevin Poolin. Watch guy. Watch all of the goalies we've had before in the past for well, the guy shitting on Sorokin. Watch any goalie in the NHL for the most part. Correct. Just stick Correct. around. Just just watch watch Carolina's Peter Kachekov. Anti Ron. Just just sit there and just watch him for a few games. Well, watch unless, Darcy Kemper for the unless, Washington Capitals. Unless you're getting the AHL package, you're not going to be able to see Anti Ranta. The NHL package, but yes, or the AHL. Oh. Well, no, he's been sent to the A. That's right. Good point. Yeah. Um, Ivan D says here, Merry Christmas to you two. Actually, enjoy you guys over the broadcaster. Good health to both you and your families. Thank you so much, Ivan. You, you. Happy, Merry Christmas. Happy holidays for everybody. Because this uh, will Noah be our Dobson, last show before Christmas. Noah Dobson with a really bad turnover and uh, the shooter missed the net by six feet. So that was a bad turnover. Mr. B said, accident or not, Wilson wouldn't be driving to the net like that if Ross or Trevor Gillies was in the lineup. He knows he doesn't have Barzal or he doesn't have Barzal like edges. Um, uh, it was a choice. Um, yeah, well, Varley's up. He's going. He's good. Um, if that wasn't Mike Riley who drew the penalty, that was Aho. Oh, Aho who was holding on to the stick and falling about. Okay. Um, H.P. Carlos said the Islanders are the older team, and this is the second of the back-to-back. Yeah. The unfortunate thing is, though, your team's going to get tired as the season goes on. It doesn't bode well for old teams. That's it. And Varley. Varley beat Washington in the first game 3-0, didn't he, against uh, Washington? 3-0. Was that Grump? 
didn't Varley win the first game of the year against Washington in Washington three nothing? Is that correct? Yeah, I think I think yeah, Washington played like absolute dog shit. Oh, they've outplayed us, but couldn't put the puck in the net. Yeah. Andrew L says here, my favorite part of the live streams during the games is when Grumpy flinches or flinches at the TV in silence while TJ is talking. Gosh. Yeah. That's Freedom right. from the venture, Grumpy. Musk out of the Islanders credit for holding, literally holding the oil is to only one goal. Uh, good evening, TJ and Grumpy and the, uh, all the good folks watching. Absolutely. Freedom from the venture. Uh, John A, you'll like this one, Grumpy. He's talking about your boy, John or Paul Bichonette. Yeah. Paul Bichonette, a.k.a. Missinette extended an olive branch and gave the Islanders credit for actually being entertaining lately. I'm sure this game will quickly extinguish any goodwill more boring than a town meeting on C-SPAN. I mean, now seriously, have the Islanders been entertaining today? They're not fun. No. To, they weren't fun to watch the third period. I'm like, Oh shit. What a boring period. My God. Hard I thought the first two, I thought the first two periods yesterday in the Boston game, I thought it was really entertaining. We don't usually get that. We usually don't get that kind of entertainment value. Who is this guy? Next comment there, Grumpy, please. Uh, Grumpy with the roster numbers, Bertuzzo and Robble on uh, Riley probably bring wave traded when healthy. Oh, God. Hold on a second. This is, hold on a second. Lucky here. Drew just sent this to us. It's by the New York Post. Butch Goring rejects Paul Bichonette's Islanders all French. Oh, yes, I know they have. Oh, he rejects the okay. Jesus Christ. Hold on. I gotta hold on. Does the New York Post require that you have a subscription to read? No. Okay, let's take a look here. I'm interested to see what this says. I'll I'll put up up here or more comments about it. Uh, you're a jinx, TJ. We're not winning this game. A lot of people call you a jinx. Yeah, uh, well. How many shots did the Islanders have? I don't think I have much of an impact. Not a lot, Grump. Well, I Hold mean, the shirt shots now are 31 to, 31 to 22. I want to pull this um, up here. That I want to Frank up by state says, Hey, Nick, TJ's a freaking jinx. My little brownie says, Fan base is just happy to see Holmes from a draft choice is doing good. We all know the Islanders' young talent in quotes. The tank is empty, it is empty. I guess that's one way. They're just happy that maybe a young guy that they drafted is doing something. Um, the way this game is going, I'll just be happy with a point tonight. Yeah, I don't think we're getting one. When is Parise coming back? I don't, I don't think he, there's a lot of teams interested in him. He's not. He's going to try to go somewhere where he can win a cup. So you know he's not going to come play for the Islanders. That, Freedom of adventure, Grump. TJ, please clip Grumpy saying backup and send the file. I want to we'll use Al to have Grumpy sign Back that ass up. No, a, not Al Grumpy. It's fucking AI. 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 Oh, Grump. Could be Al. Grump. He wants to use Al to use Grumpy saying back that ass up. I think it's AI Grumpy. Oh, my God. No. I, I think, know. I think. Okay. I, that didn't look like an I, look like Al. I don't know who the hell Al is. AI is, there's a capital I. I. It stands for artificial intelligence, Grump. Yeah, I don't believe in any of that shit. Well, it's definitely there. So uh, Drew, I think, has that file. Um, Drew L., let us know if you got that file of, of Grumpy saying, back up, back up. Roma, uh, Rick Roma says, Henrique is only 33, not 36. He's a young pup in Lou's eyes. That's right. Still there. not worth the first-round pick. Right in front of Venture. Um, some Islander fans need to understand when it's over. I wish Parise played the majority of his career with the Islanders, but uh, that's done now. Good luck. 
Mm-hmm. Come on, guys. Lou's going to sign Adam Henrique long-term. Oh, gosh. Nice recovery slash stick by Dobson to prevent the two-on-one. I don't think he's been great tonight. Yamamoto. You got my little brownie grump. Uh, Noah Pat. Oh, we already called us. Noah Patrick allegedly retires at 25 due to health issues. Yes. Yep. yep, yep. Second over 2017. That's more the point. 2017. You're grumpy. Drew L. Grumpy got lucky. Arthur Smith was the Falcons head coach. Otherwise, Bijan would have had like a 20 plus point week. He didn't. You lost. Uh, HP Carlos said, my team was five and eight in the regular season, but I'm fourth in points. So I had, I, I knew I played Drew. I know I'm beating him. I don't know about the finals, but I knew I was beating Drew because I beat him early. Season. Easy, easy. Next comment there, Grump. HP uh, Carlos says, uh, give Holmes some credit on the shootout, even though we have only a couple of couple, but his goal was sick. Yeah, it was a good shot. Absolutely was. He's had he's had actually a couple of really good shots for goals this year, no doubt about it. A report came out that Nolan Patrick said he's not officially retired. Who the hell? Oh my God! Welcome to the circus. Oh no, I didn't know that happened. Uh, plus five hundred means like five to one odds, Grumpy. A bet a hundred. Oh, why don't they just say five to one? All of a sudden, now you got to reinvent the fucking betting wheel too. It was always five to one, two to one, two to three. Everyone knows. Come on. Don't change that shit. The numbers are too freaking high. Plus a thousand, plus seventeen. I don't give a shit. Go, go with five to one. Oh, five man. to one. James F. Grumpy. Guys, I hope you tip your mail carrier very well. I got the worst gift of all—a bag of candy. My mail person's a bitch. She ain't getting <laughs> shit. <laughs> you know what she's gonna get from me? Do your job better. Knuckle sandwich, Grumpy. Is that what you're gonna get for you? Why I order something better? Just do a better job. How do you? How do you? How do you tip the mail person? Like you just like? Because I'm wondering, like, do they read your stuff as they get it? Like in the hand? Do they? If I said to the mail person, I just don't want to. I don't want to strap like a a dollar bill to the the mailbox. Anybody just come and take that? Uh, Yeah, I don't know. Oh. Close. Grumpy, come on. Next comment there, Grump, please. Let's Put it up. It's, it's been up, Grump. When you stop talking, then I read the comments. Grumpy, Matt read. Matt says, Dobson, two nights in a row, standing up the top forwards in the league in McDavid and Ovechkin. Um, I don't think Ovechkin's a longer pop, top top forward. Yeah, but he's still a good – He's still he can still put the puck in the net. What's but up, I, Adam hey, what, what have you learned with Pelican Pulak out? Noah Dobson is by far – there's not even close to who the best defenseman is. It's him. The other guys are just a couple of freaking ham and eggers. The Lamanites say that it's Romanoff who's much better than Dobson. I'm like, Romanoff they have lost blows. their fucking he sucks. He's not even, matter of fact, even with it, I think Mike Rowley's better than him. Think about Oof. that. I'll tell you that. Yikes. Um, got another comment here, Grumpy. Not officially retired, according you to Daniel Freeman. We've wasted too much time on Nolan Patrick already. He sucks. He played for the Flyers. No need to talk about him anymore. Rob G, Grumpy. Hello, Wall. Let's go Islanders. We can win. I want to see Wallstrom bury one tonight. Absolutely. You're Grumpy. Uh, did you guys talk about Nelson and Finley earning spots as freshmen to the World Junior roster? Did not. Playing uh-huh. together currently, big deal taking jobs from more experienced guys. Absolutely. I've been wanting to uh, – now, we know Danny Nelson, supposedly uh, pretty good, second-round pick. And Quinn Finley, I've definitely been interested in his development. 
yes, Quinn Finley, young, young, young Quinn Finley. Absolutely. So hopefully he does something well. Um, hey, happy holidays. Absolutely. Happy holidays, everybody. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Um, JP Grump. That's a bunch of crap about a team winning in spite of the head coach. Lane's a good head coach. Not great. Good. He has his team winning with a negative goal differential. Enough said. Ridiculous. Yep. I agree, JP. Absolutely. Um, here we go. Um, let's see here. Lost my connection for about a month and a half, but I got it back up and going. Good to see you guys. Good to see you too, Rob. Um, okay. Rick, the problem we have with Lou is that they're not winning a cup and they've been ham and they're gonna be hamstrung for the next 10 years. Yes, absolutely. Sure. Um uh um, let's see. We got a whole bunch of Merry Christmas. That's right. Merry Christmas to everybody. Merry Christmas. Yeah, and happy absolutely. Holidays. Merry Christmas to everyone. I know we'll say it at the end of the show, but Merry Christmas to everyone. I hope your Christmas season's phenomenal. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, let's see here. I'm trying to see. We got a lot of Christmas comps. Uh, Rick Roma Grump. Canes are good, but the Devils lost Hamilton for the year, and Timo Meyer can barely skate. He's not out for the year. He just tore his pack. He won't be out for the year. He might be out the year. Could be shut down any day now. Um, you, you think the Devils will finish ahead of the Isles? Absolutely. Dougie Hamilton's not out for the year. I, 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 you don't, you don't miss an entire season with the torn pack. It just doesn't happen. He's he's been out for almost like two, three weeks. He's not yeah. going to miss the whole year with the torn pack. He'll be back come postseason time and towards the end of the year. Book that. Think about it. postseason doesn't start for another five months. You tear your pack. You're already benching four or five months from there. Uh, you know, who knows how bad the tear is? Maybe four months. Yeah, he'll be back. To, he'll be back. He'll be back the last last two months of the year. Um, Kevin Fiala. Fiala's really good. He is. Yep. Because he's a. I, I called uh, Riley a pissant oh, like I used to call Fiala pissant. Oh, my little brownie. Oh, free adventure. Free adventure. Don't you dare add any football reference. Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. Here you go. <laughs> Grump, give Riley a break. He's playing good for a free agent i don't give a fuck if he's playing good for a free agent how is he playing as a hockey player he fucking blows in the defensive end he's a uh, human turnover machine he looks like he's about four foot six he thinks he's bobby or you know who he is he's bobby mata dots he's a nothing he's a nothing how many teams can wave a guy like this jesus christ girl. he's a fucking streety stop he makes no difference at all on this team none except when he's turning the puck over that leads to a goal against he's Always, I'm driving the net. I'm going behind the net, dude. Shithead. We don't need you behind the net. We need you playing defense. He's a pissant too. He's a pissant. Oh God. Um. Let's Gross. see here. I got a Holmstrom is a grumpy old man. He's great. Holmstrom's great. Grumpy. Oh He's no. He's grumpy. Um. um who, uh, who can we acquire with Wiley in the first rounder? Bring in another winger. You know it's as good as gone. So. Who would we be getting? I mean, Washington misses another wide open net. Just cannot finish. Who are we going to get? It's going to be it's going to be a guy underwhelming. It's going to be a guy who on our team maybe is like a middle six guy, but we're going to give up primo assets for him. Would you agree, Grump? Yep. I don't. I couldn't tell you who though. I, here's the thing. I can't it's see too early yet. It's too early yet. You have to get more. Uh, you wouldn't have to get. You'd have to get something else besides Henrique for those two options. Frank says that reminds me, Vancouver fan. You morons think you won the Horvat trade? Laugh my fucking ass off. Don't worry, 
Uh, I'll be on the crappy Canucks podcast talking about how Bavillier's doing. Oh, my gosh. Holy shit. The Islanders have been outplayed. They finally tie the game up. I, it's, there's chaos right now. There's chaos in the Washington zone. Absolutely, they're going to score. Again, what a pass. Pass right to him. Anders Lee with the goal. Darcy Kemper sucks. I'm sorry. Darcy Kemper, is the, he's fucking horrible. He is absolutely horrible. He just stands. I don't know what the hell he's doing. He sucks. I don't know how they have won this many games with him in net. Again, though, all the interference and holding and clutching and grabbing. Absolutely, like, there's holding clutching. Blow the whistle at some point. I mean, my gosh, he's hooking all – they're hooking all over the place. He's just terrible. Darcy, Darcy Kemper just stands there. I don't know what the hell he's doing. Bo Hor- you're talking about Bo Horvat holding and clutching and grabbing as the guy's trying to skate Absolutely. away. Absolutely, and that leads directly to the goal. I, I mean, like, here's the thing. That is, we are very fortunate that that was not called for what it was, which is holding as he is. I mean, it directly leads to the goal. Yeah. Well, hey, here's the thing. We scored. Darcy Kemper does blow. These are both equal. He's horrible. Two weekies today for him. Yep. But like I said, while you were talking, you could tell, you could tell that. There's chaos. That's when the Islanders score, when there's chaos. You're never going to see a pretty play, but you can see a lot of chaos. And You're going to keep the- hearing now more and more, oh, Anders Lee's so great. Anders no. is great. We're going to have to fucking listen to that bullshit again. Ugh. Breakaway. Oh, missed the net. <laughs> How do you miss the net on a breakaway? How is it possible? <laughs> How is it possible? I don't even know who the guy was for Washington, but it's like, Dude, you got to hit the net on breakaway. Just have to. Frank Grumpy. Rob, I'm getting Grumpy Old Man a Holmstrom jersey for Christmas. Very yeah, I'm giving up using toilet paper on my house, so thanks. <laughs> Can use that. Oh my God, he was he was looking for he was looking for an, he was looking for a hooking call against Bull Duke as he was putting the hands on the or putting his stick on his hands as he was coming into the net. Uh, you know, it's here's the thing. The way that these guys think that they could just get hooking calls there for just getting tapped on the wrist is just ridiculous in today's game. But it's how it's called, I guess. Um, I would say, though, we've been outplayed the majority of this game. Would you not agree? Holy shit. Absolutely. Absolutely. Sean Gabriel Pajot, my God. Just look at the chaos that's being created just left and right. The Islanders, the Islanders are full engaging in chaos mode right now. Romanoff sucks. That is also nice true. Game. Um, Drew says, who's got the record for more shorties? I don't know. Ask Zach Wilson, says Grumpy. Absolutely. Um, okay, here. Let's see. The honors are a one in five after trailing two periods. The, the Washington Capitals, 10 and 0. Well, well they're, they're going to lose tonight. That much yes, I tell you. I'm just going to come on and win this game, and they'll win in the regulation. Look oh at Frank. Okay. Look at- now, here's the thing. Who the hell was 86? Absolutely, that's a freaking penalty. I mean, so I guess the whistles have just been tucked away because the way he stole that puck, absolutely, man. That's absolutely interference, tripping, hooking, whatever the hell you want to call it. Absolutely. Yes. My God. He's he's fucking mugged Hudson fashion. Jesus Christ. I mean, like I said, if we're we're anything but uh, we're anything but not fair here. I mean. I guess no penalty. Why are the officials even out there? You could have the public announce the any time that the puck gets frozen. You don't need the referees out there for this because they're not, not calling anything. anything. 
That's right. They're not calling a damn thing right I mean, now. I, I, just terrible. Look at this, Grumpy. Look at Frankie said, you called him lad. You fucking owe him an apology, TJ, you bald fuck. Oh, Frank. No, don't get all upset about it, buddy. Um, let's see here. Uh, Florida doesn't have black out there. Okay. Merry Christmas, TJ Grump. Merry Christmas, Nick. Merry Christmas, buddy. The honors have never seen the, the best Washington by the large, by, by and large. Um, uh, this ain't looking good for the Islanders. My God, Kemper just sucks. He's fucking horrible. He's horrible. He's sucks that the Islanders played last night. That the Cats played. Okay, here's the thing: we have played teams on the second end of the back-to-back when we were arrested. Oh, was that a hook? You think? I I, I don't know. Was were we offsides? I mean, I don't know. No, the one on the on the breakaway that they were just showing the replay of. No, it wasn't. He wasn't offsides. No, so the hook. The hook was in center ice. Oh, okay. Anyway, um, honestly, don't blame Grump. Confusing Al with AI. He's too old to too old to There were no, there were no, there were no periods in between. No periods in between. Everybody it just said Al. AI looks like. Hey, first letter capital, second letter lowercase. Sounded like a name, Al. Uh, here you go, Grumpy. Did you see? TJ uh, TNT pregame bitching that was a ventriloquist dummy instead of everyday dummy. He's a loser. Here it is. I'll put this up for you guys. My God, I tell you, we are a team to watch out there. I don't think there's any disputing uh, that. You have been hard on my Islanders, my fellow Islanders fans. Some oh yeah, they're yeah. war on them. Um, lack of electricity, which I don't think we're seeing now. We're seeing different stuff. It's holiday spirit time. Yeah. Do you have something you'd like to say to myself? Oh, here we go. Yeah, you know, I was a little poopy pants, especially when you guys uh, booed Johnny T the other night when he hit a thousand point. But, uh, you know, it's the season of being joyful. And um, I actually have a a peace treaty. I've called them boring in the past, slow, non-electrifying. But, uh, Jazz? Oh, you clap and... Well, what is this? Those are flowers. Because (laughs) at this point right now, the Islanders and how excited they've been playing that you deserve the flowers oh. on behalf of Islanders Nation. What's this? It's an olive branch. Is that an olive branch? That? Oh, that's oh, an olive branch. That was a little... That was that- the fact that he didn't know what an olive branch looks like. It like you were really a big part of this. <laughs> this is on, on behalf of myself as Look a the colors. treaty to oh. Islanders Nation. Oh, like fake flowers to me. Making games more exciting this year. Oh, well, thank you very much. Yeah. These, are, these are beautiful. Yeah, you're welcome. So that's that's a little scene that happened earlier on today. Oh, wow. Is Al Grumpy's version of TJ's DB Cooper? Yes, it nope. is. It is. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely not. Oh my god! If if you have a bodyguard, you can back that ass up. Oh, Thomas Amadeo, you Grumpy Thomas Amadeo. Give me a legit take on that question. I really want to hear what pieces you think are missing. I think that we're missing a first line. Uh, left wing. We're missing a first line left wing. Absolutely. I think our system, not great. I think we don't have the team speed to win games with really, really talent against really, really talented teams. The only way we can win is by holding, clutching, and grabbing against really talented teams, interfering, doing anything we can, physicaling things up. Sometimes that works in the playoffs until you get a team or until the NHL goes, yeah. We'd rather see the better teams make it through. And it's like, oh, wow, all the calls the Islanders are getting now, they don't get. 
that does happen in the postseason. We complained. The fans complained about not getting the calls in the postseason. There's a reason for that. The league does not want to promote holding, clutching, grabbing, physical play. and they don't. They would rather see more skilled play in the postseason. That's why you won't get the calls in the postseason is the unfortunate truth of it. Okay. Did you answer the question? Did you answer the question enough, Grumpy? You answered a little bit. You went to watching TV, so I didn't know I, if you wanted me to answer it for you. I said, I think we need a left wing. That's what I think we need. That's the that was the I don't know what the hell you were talking about. It had nothing to do with the question, as usual. You just went on spouting something, it had nothing to do with what pieces you think are missing. And you went on a rant to about cup. to win a cup. I if you listened. I said, I think it's 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 the entire team. Okay. The team is not composed to where we'll get the calls in a cup. I connected together, but you were in the calls. That's not a piece of anything. That's Again, you have to depend on referees to make a decision. That's um, not a piece. By the way, does it look like the Andres just saying, "Hey, I want to try to go ahead and keep the game yeah. tied to get at least a point." Get a point. Get a point. <laughs> It's this is what's fucking boring about. Hey guys, instead of trying to win the game, let's just try to go ahead. Hey, we just gotta keep the puck out of the net for the next five minutes of the game, and hopefully we get a lucky break and shootout and we win or overtime. That's just like wow, that's really entertaining to watch. Thank you. I just am like Ugh. I'm gonna be freaking sweating. My hands are gonna be palm, my palms are gonna be sweating for the next however many minutes until we officially get to overtime, and then until maybe a goal is scored. I just freaking hate that. Damn. Um here you go, Grumpy. Uh, Freedom Fun Adventure. If you can't get a game, it's available on HBO Max. How in the Lord's available? Okay, so game is on HBO Max also. Hunter says every time you guys stream a, a, the game, they play like crap. That's, That's not true. Most nights. That's not true. They play like crap even when we're not watching. Here we go. Um, uh, oh, here you go, Grumpy. X. We're talking Coppa Italiano and Inter tomorrow. X is not here. He's not showing up for his job. As he, per the he, he called me before. He says, you didn't let me know you're doing a show. I said, I told you we were doing a show. We we do a show every single Wednesday and Saturday. We will not have a show tomorrow, unfortunately, my little brownie. So, unfortunately, mm -hmm. we will not. Here you go, Grumpy. Drew wants, Drew, wants, Drew wants to talk a little smack to you, Grumpy. Here you go, Grump. Got to get through some comments, please. Shut up. Well, Grumpy. Well, well, Grumpy is celebrating a victory where I had the equivalent of three injuries. Pays part of the fucking game, Drew. Sorry, Pittman was going to have thirty plus points. You don't know that. Uh, if it wasn't for the guy on the Steelers concussing him, you don't know that. My guy would have had two hundred points. I likely beat you, Grumpy. You, but you know what? When it goes down in the record books, guess what? I beat you. So there you go. There you go. Very okay. easily handled. Handily, I might say. Handily. Here, you're Grumpy. Nice comment, says, TJ, it's easy. You put money on in a Christmas card, right on the let post, uh, right on the card letter carrier, and put in the post in the mailbox of the uh, mail pick carrier. It pick it up. I, I mean, uh, don't my taxes pay for a fucking job? It's a Grumpy. I mean, Drew I pay for her to do her job. And here's the thing, you know, you, my God, Kemper again. Anything hits him in the glove hand. It's a rebound. I thought guys are supposed to catch your ball when it's in the glove hand. Catch it, Kepi. Uh, Drew L. Grumpy. It's okay. You got lucky. It happens. Yeah. It took Pittman getting hurt, Bijan being misused, and a Javon, uh, Javante, Javante Williams blunder for me to lose. Congratulations. Hey, that's why they play the games. 
Frank, uh, there is no show this Saturday. There'll be no show tomorrow either. We'll go back this next Wednesday to our normal scheduled podcast here. Rick Roma says Pierre LeBron reported that Dougie Hamilton probably is out to the start of the playoffs. That's the rest of the regular season. Yeah, I, I, I just tell you from guys who have torn packs before, you better get your – I would expect him to be back out there sooner than that. And it's not like he's a very muscle-bound guy either, so that's why I'm expecting – I've seen muscle-bound fellas be back sooner than that. That's, again, just knowing people from personal experience, I would think he'd be back. Uh, anyway, um, Lee, what a what a play there. It's headed to, what a shot, Grumpy, headed to overtime, another overtime game for the Islanders. Got a point. Woo-hoo! If you look at the, t- hey, maybe we're going to win tonight in overtime. Who knows? Yeah. I think would so. you say this game as a whole, we've probably been outplayed. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, sure. Big save by Varley. Absolutely. Wally almost just picked up an assist. Um, let's see here. Oh, my gosh. Just shocked that Alex hasn't stopped in a rave about Tua like he did that. <laughs> like he did uh, did to me once uh, that when they beat the Jets. Oh, gosh. The heart and soul of the New York Islanders. Anders Lee. Can I get an amen? He sucks. Uh, Butch Goring said, fuck your olive branch, bitchinette. Kick rocks, you hateful bastard. Oh my god. Uh as a commentator, he had no real choice but to apologize. He's still a turd. Yeah, exactly. He trust me, he's not all of a sudden had a change of heart to be like, Yeah, I'm happy. He fucking he despises anytime the Islanders do well. So you know we hated doing this game today. Oh fuck. He would have loved that the Islanders were sucking ass. He would just go ahead and just start shitting on them left and right any way he could. Oh man, oh man. Uh Bridge Goring's the man. Uh TJ. Uh, would you say your palms are sweaty, knees are weak, arms are heavy? Oh, gosh. Yeah, that's it. Which Goring's the man here. I think Grumpy, I still deserved him last year. Fantasy points. Took took my five and eight record personally. Um, Wait, what, and, is uh, what is that? Hold on. Are you, you're so concerned about comments about fucking fantasy football, but won't take a second to read a fucking comment regarding the Islanders game, but you're just glued and transfixed on that. You're you're a pathetic, but you're pathetic. You're sad, Grump. All you care about is fantasy sports. We need more from you. I think Grumpy is still mad that I destroyed him last year in the fantasy playoffs. Oh, you mean like I did this year to you? That's okay. Um, Keep reading. And took that five and eight record personal. Five and eight. You know what? Anything can happen once you make the playoffs. Nick D says, if you want great service from your letter carrier, buy them a bottle of booze. Yeah, that's just what that's just what I need for my letter carrier. Drunk. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Carlos says a week without TJ and Grumpy. I'm sorry. I know. I know. He's I'm definitely an inner fan there. Um, And I can't even hate on Bologna's win. Um, That tying goal was awesome. Good point earned. Oh, let's get the second. Fuck, man. We just got so fortunate to get a point tonight again, in my opinion. It was a, a crazy scramble with a hold that led directly to the goal. I just, they just, goal some, they just call some picky tack shit and then they let that go around. It leads directly to a goal. I, a I mugging. Mean, they, and they just, they continue to let muggings happen left and right. I, mean, I just, I don't know. I'm just, it's, it's disappointing. It's just disappointing. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I just want the, the games to be officiated well. They let, like I said, it's not just the Islanders committing penalties that aren't getting called. The same thing with freaking Washington. It's like, I mean, that one guy, you just dragged them down, no call. And then they call a thing where guys, the, the offensive player 
grabs a stick, falls down, and you call on a defensive guy? It was terrible. Terrible. It's just like they said the third period. All right, let him play. Not going to call anything. HB Carlos. 13 bro. overtime games this season. That's we lead, I think, we're time. either most in the NHL. Most in the NHL. Yep. Doesn't shock me. Oh, yeah, I, it was. We were originally tied with Toronto. So we've had 13 games go to overtime this year. This tells you the playing style we're playing. Here you go, Grumpy. Drew L. You like this? I one, love bro. how Grumpy holds in his smile every time I comment. He knows I spew the best verbal diarrhea in the chat. Uh, Drew, uh, Nick, Nick D says, TJ, I was a letter carrier and I knew everything about my customers here. Um, and, uh, uh, everything about a customer when they gave me a Christmas card, a Christmas gift, the service was impeccable after that. Okay. Is. Noah uh, Dobson going to the penalty box ugh. in overtime. When do they ever call that? Honestly, what's the point of a call? What, 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 what is the, what is the call? Jesus Christ. I what mean, did he do? I, okay. I had a problem with the Horvat not calling. He did nothing. He did nothing. The guy ran on the the stick got stuck between his legs. He let go with the stick. The guy started driving and fell. That's not a penalty. With all the shit that, that they where things have let go, how do you call that? You, well, are you I just I don't get it. What's he supposed to do there? Well, you put your whistle away the whole third period, and then you call that? Stop. Come on. Fuck. Ugh. Terrible. Ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Please stop. Who stood out for the Islanders tonight? If I ask you who stood out for the Islanders? No one. I don't think Varley. anybody stood out for us. I mean, Varley led in a weekie, but I mean, I, I couldn't I couldn't tell you who showed up. I mean, Matty B was invisible. Horvat if, you're, invisible. if you're a third party watching this game and you're saying, what did you take away from this game? You'd be like, <sighs> Uh, they just kind of they skated around the ice and they hit each other. You're not like, wow, this guy was really impressive, or man, this guy had sick dangles. You weren't saying anything like that. You're just like, this guy was on the ice. There were some guys on the ice skating around, so that was pretty cool. Ugh, man. That's a, I mean, that's a that's a terrible penalty. That's just terrible. I think so. It's a shitty. How do you call. make that call? How do you make that call? You know, Casey Zeke has been pretty invisible lately too. Yep, he has. He's just he's just finished, man. He's just finished. That's all it is. He's just finished. It's the unfortunate yeah, truth behind what's it. What's he got another four years on that contract? Like I said, fourth fourth liner, you're signing to a six-year extension as he hits 30 years old. Oh, <sighs> that was a high stick. Blow the whistle. Wow. No blow the whistle. That would be, Wilson absolutely played a high stick there. I don't think they're going to score here. I just, I just don't think they're very good. They won't. I think Washington blows. I mean, like even though their wins are there, they have not looked good offensively this season. They no. just haven't. I just like I, I'm shocked they win what? games with that shitty of goaltending. Yeah, I mean they're terrible. Like I said, Kemper couldn't catch a freaking cold. <laughs> they don't even want to shoot the puck. I ah uh, shit. Strong. What's that? Dylan Strom scores, wins a game. I mean, what are you going to do? Four on three. I mean, I, I don't blame anybody on that. What a shitty call! I cannot but believe the they called that. Call that was, was just that was a bullshit call. It's like you cannot call that. I'm I would sorry. be. I would feel. Here's the thing: we got a point. I would feel better. Is it weird to say it'd feel better if we got no points and they called that penalty against Bo Horvat 
instead of calling a bullshit call against against Noah Dobson. That was not a penalty against Dobson. I'm sorry. I what do you want so. him to do there? What do you want him to do? Let's just be honest here. I'll definitely take a point here with a chance to get two in overtime. I'm okay with that. Uh, not the greatest game tonight. I, oh, it's no, under no. review. They're they're reviewing the goal. What's the review? I don't know. It just said uh, Andrew Gross just tweeted under review. Well, we've gotten every single call this year on reviews. We have. I agree. I mean, every single review we get, we win. Ugh, I don't know what gosh. this lane is. I don't know what it's he's under review. At. It's going to review right now. I have to assume it's a no goal then. If it's under review and Toronto's reviewing it, I have to assume it's a no goal. Wow. Okay. I guess what are they looking for? You're ahead of me, I think, Grump. It just says plays under review. What are they reviewing? Don't know. Yeah, see, I thought I thought Wilson played a high stick earlier. I called it. I thought it was a high stick. You're gonna go back what 40 seconds? They've got the officials have to do better on that. The officials have to do better on that. How the fuck did you not catch the high stick? No, it's not there. It was it was well before that. Well before guys, that. I told my girlfriend uh Christmas gift is two tickets to the Islanders versus Penguins game on New Year's Eve. That'll be fun, man. I hope they win for you. I do. Um, Grumpy, right. You said that anything can happen. You make the playoffs. I'm clipping that and sending it to Phil. You sheep. Wow, Grumpy. Oh, anything can happen. The thing, Drew. That's when I'm involved because I'm a fucking winner. That's why I beat your team's ass this week in fantasy football. Oh, Grumpy. Come on now, Grumples. Yes, here comes the high stick here. I thought it was absolutely a high stick. I don't know. Jeez. I don't know. It's going to be okay. It's going to be hard to overturn that. I'm just going to say we're not going to get that call. I don't think. I mean, <laughs> I don't know how they're going to be able to overturn. I don't that. see. I don't see how you. I don't see I how you overturn that. Stick. I thought it was a high stick though, but it should have been called on the ice. Yeah, if it wasn't called on the ice, you just let it go. I mean, to me, that's not conclusive evidence if that's the only angle you have. Okay, the puck bounces up, and let's see. It's got to be what shoulder height. Got me uh, of the shoulder, yeah, I think. Yeah, no, I. I think you're going to see a goal too. Yeah, okay, goal. I thought it was high stick. I thought when I first saw it, it was a high stick. Yep. Oh, it was Lambert challenged that. Okay, I was wondering. I'm like, well, they're, they're presenting that. It must mean that hey, they've got some sort of evidence. The reason, okay. I mean, but I, I honestly, when I first saw it, I'm like, oh, high stick. Then on the instant replay, but I, but then the instant replay, I'm like, no, no. <sighs> Islanders lose tonight. Yeah. They got a point, got though. A point, though. Got a point. You know, what are your thoughts on that? Takeaways from tonight's game, Grump. I thought we played like shit for the most part. Got outworked, um, out hustled. We got a couple of goals because Kemper sucks. And really, it's the only reason he sucks. Um, is what it is. I mean, what are you going to do? Saturday, we have who? Who Saturday? Saturday is going to be the the, the uh, Carolina Hurricanes grump. Uh, that's a loss. That's absolutely a loss. <laughs> that's a loss. That's, yeah. that's a bad loss. Carolina, Carolina seems like, okay, they're playing a little better right now. 
That might be the record for the most overtime games in a season. They absolutely. Well, we it seems like all we do is play for overtime. Yep. Sit back, sit back, sit back, many, absorb pressure. Bad grump. How many of those overtime games do we lose? We've got a few overtime losses here. Like nine? Um, nine out of 13? 13. 10 out of 13? Long story short, if you make the playoffs and you nine. lose all the overtime games, you're going to get blown out. Nine out of 13. Nine out of 13. That's not yep. good enough. No, I agree. Yikes, not even close. Um, mm, baloney shit. Uh, penalty in overtime, ridiculous. That's bizarre. No rhyme or reason. Yeah, I was about to say, this is a shitty penalty call. It's a terrible call, is right. What do you expect him to do? I mean, like, refs calling that soft, <laughs> that soft juggler hit. Um, he's got to save the Capitals player family tree. Um, so he had to call a penalty. That was terrible. Yeah. Terrible. I mean, come I agree. on. Terrible. Yeah. Um, we took away the or the Capitals aren't that good against a tired team. Well, they uh, outplayed us today. Now, here's the thing: they the Islanders wind up getting close in shots on goal, but I mean, can you if you watch the game, could you really say, man, the Islanders they played well today? They didn't. Not entertaining to watch. Got outplayed for I'd say what 40, 40 out of the sixty minutes, and just spent the rest of our time hemmed in our own zone. John, I said terrible game. Lucky to get a point. Yeah. Yeah, that's they fair. challenged a high stick. That was a good point. Yeah, I just I don't know why they didn't. I thought it was a high stick too, but I did. Yeah, I called it in real time too. I didn't need, I didn't need a little Toronto to help me out. Oh my god, the Capitals are off for four days. I believe. Oh, I'm sorry, it's horrible calls tonight. Okay, you know what? It makes up for the non-holding, clutching, and interfering call for for Horvat trying to tie up his legs and upper body for the Washington guy that led to a goal that gave us directly a point. Yeah, I just I didn't like the officiating tonight. You know, we really don't complain too much about the officiating. If you're no. gonna let everything go, let everything go. You can't you can't call the game one way and then change halfway through the game. You I, you just can't do it. The, it's too tough on the players. Hey, dude, you haven't been calling this all night. Now you're calling it. I need I mean, some consistency. That's all, and that's Simple. all the players really need is consistency. You're right, TJ. They just need. Hey, this is you know this is the way we're gonna call it tonight fantastic you know we know what what the game is going to be played all day you can't say okay it's a penalty in the first season the little guys are throwing themselves down they're getting the calls then we let mugging go on in the third period and then all of a sudden in the overtime we're calling a, a tackle where the other guy pretty much just tripped over his own stick terrible 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 you says lucky to have one got one point tonight the way we sleepwalk through that game yep. yeah that's fair that's fair absolutely we were hard fought point Three for four points in two nights. Yep. We'll take it. Take it. Yep. Yep. Uh, refs giving games away is horseshit. Uh, again, yeah. I, I think we've been very fortunate on a lot of calls this year. I'm not going to see me complain. Yeah, we've gotten an awful lot of those things overturned. I'm like, I thought it had to be clearing thing. Andrew Wells says, look how deep Varmov is in the net on that call. That's when Varley gets in trouble. When he feels a whole lot of pressure, he backs into the goal. I mentioned at the start of the show when we started watching some, I said he's playing way too deep in that. Um, yep. But like I said, they got a lot of young guys who don't know how to finish. Maybe they're not that good. Uh, this is a game that uh, Washington should have won in regulation, honestly. Alexander, ah! says, Alexander says, this team is better than we think. 
Ah, I'm gonna die. I disagree. How, how could okay? I, I since we're not doing a TJ and the grumpy old man show tomorrow, Alexander. Miami might not make the playoffs. They're not. They better hope Tyreek Hill can play. Who, who they got this week? I think they got a tough schedule. I think they got uh, who? Did, who do they have? TJ, do you know? I'll pull it up, Grump. I realize. I realize it's it's. Uh, you know, they've got a, here the Cowboys and the Ravens. The Cowboys, Ravens, and Bills. They're not making the postseason. Yeah, they're going to lose three straight games. Well, the cow, yeah, or maybe they'll they'll barely squeak in. They might be ten and seven. They very easily could lose all three. Now the Cowboys just got embarrassed, embarrassed by the Bills. I think they're going to yeah, put together a better effort tonight. Tomorrow. What did I what did I tell you about the Bills? Watch out for the Bills. Yep. Watch out for the Bills because once they had, once they the had. Um, I think they'll. I think Dolphins still make playoffs, but they, I think they're going to be ten and seven when all is said and done. Here, here's the thing: the team is not better than what we think. This team is ten two and four. I'm just. I'm just waiting. Can we start maybe getting people throwing some praise on Lane Lambert yet? Ten two and four. The team is getting dominated, but through magic coaching, through fantastic coaching, Lane Lambert helped will that team to score a late goal by Anders Lee. And hey. The team got a point in a game where they are outplayed and dominated. Round of applause. Yeah. Round of applause to Lane Lambert. Lane Lambert may be the best coach we've ever seen. And all seriousness, no, he does deserve some credit from this 10, uh, you know, being facetious. He does deserve some credit for this team's 10-2-4 run where we've been getting outplayed almost every single night. He does deserve some credit. Go ahead, Grump. Um, are you going to bet against Buffalo the rest of the year? Are you talking about football? Absolutely. I'm not betting against they let me tell you something. This new offensive coordinator has revamped that offense. You think so? Watch out for Buffalo. Watch out for Buffalo. I don't I don't think anyone wants to play them in the first round. Okay. Right now they're in ninth, which but I mean what you're talking about is they're eight and six. All these teams are eight and six, right? You have from uh six, seven, eight, and nine. Are all eight and six? Cleveland Browns nine and five. You know they're going to fall apart. Jacksonville's eight and six. Buffalo's going to make playoffs, and they'll beat whoever they play. That's I'm I'm all in on Buffalo. Next comment here, Grumpy. Malibu. As I said during the call, and as long as it's one point losses and not regulations losses, the playoffs are possible. That is true. Yep. Yep. Um, you missed it. Grumpy said, "All you got to do is make the playoffs, and anything can happen." That's that's right. That's if I'm in the playoffs, because I'm better than everybody else. <laughs> Declan Grump. Pajot's job is to win the faceoff and get off and get off, but he lingers, gives up the shittiest turnover, that horrendous change, getting in the way of Dobson, then leaving him as, uh, astray, leading to the penalty. Lazy. Yeah, I'm not blaming. I, I thought it was a bullshit call. Anyway, um, I did too. I just, I, I guess because they called nothing in the third period. Nothing on either team. Nothing. All of a sudden, that where honestly, it's just the guy runs him in the boards. The stick was loose. It goes between his legs. He just kind of skates and drives and just falls down. I'm, that's a terrible call. Terrible call. I'll say this: so we've got a losing record this season. Well, fifteen, eight, and okay. I here's the thing: call me crazy, and I've always said this: overtime losses are still losses. Just because you you hold on to the stick and 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 pray to God that you get to overtime, great. You're eventually going to have to score a goal. 
Um, we lose a lot of these overtime slash shootout games, and we've won the ones recently. We've won quite a few of them recently. That's for certain. We won against Toronto. We won against there. Uh, we won against Carol. Not was it was it Florida the night before or the, a few nights ago? We're, we've won a quite a bit of those overtime games here recently. Yeah. Um, let me see here. But yeah, this is our last show until I guess next Wednesday. So, you know, we won against real quick to recap and overtime as of recent, we won against Toronto. We won against the Kings. That was the other team we won in overtime and we beat the hurricanes. So those are, those are the last three overtime victories that we've gotten. Um, uh, it was lucky to get a point tonight, right? That's just the truth of it. Lucky to get a point. I'll Big just say, you cannot play like that against Carolina. Expect to win the game. Carolina doesn't have any goaltending, so you cannot play like that against Carolina and expect to win the game. That's all I'm going to say. If you play like you played tonight against Washington, against Carolina, you're going to get rolled. Hey, we're going to have an extra day rest over over Carolina. I wonder if that's going to have because Carolina is going to have tired legs. Grumpy, they play on Thursday. We play tonight. We don't have a game. We have we've got Thursday and Friday off. We're going to have super fresh legs for our Saturday game, and they're going to only have one day off in between. Grumpy, I wonder. Anyway, you know, here, here's the thing. All, all kidding aside, I thought the Islanders very fortunate to come away with a point. Happy they came away with a point tonight, a much needed point. It makes it right instead of that being a four point game, I only want it being a two, a two point swing. So. You know, nice to see at least Grump. Um, I just I just want to say one thing about Alexander. Um, he said that I say Miami's defense is good. You realize Miami hasn't beaten a team with a winning record all year, right? I mean, those are just facts. They're facts. And they're, the they're, not, they're not real facts. They're real facts, right, Grump? The three teams that had winning records. Oh, I'm sorry. They lost to the Titans also. The Titans have a winning record. I don't know. But. They've lost to any team that had a winning record. They lost to. They have not beaten a team with a winning record. Sorry, they're paper <laughs> tigers. Didn't they say they were paper tigers at the beginning of the year? And it gets I cold. Was said that you were the one who kept on saying they're better than you say. I said they suck. Here's here's Miami. I like, oh, it's cold. <laughs> I guarantee you, Baltimore is going to steamroll that. Baltimore <laughs> plays defense. Baltimore plays defense. All righty. Let's wrap this thing up, Grumpy. Thank you so much for watching. Thanks for tuning in. We will be with you guys live, not Saturday. Enjoy some family holiday time. Enjoy time with family and friends. We will be with you guys live next Wednesday. We will have uh, the Hurricanes game to talk about. and We'll be going live. Um, oop, let me see. Um, I guess we'll be going live uh, on the Penguins during the Penguins game. We'll be going live. That will be our next game that we cover. Live Ooh, hopefully, Tristan Jari plays. That'll be a win. I got to go on the limb and say it's probably going to be Nadelkovich in net. Well, if it's Tristan Jari in net, it's an automatic two points for the Islanders. Automatic. You could buck them. Sure. I agree with that. He blows against us. But, Grumpy, what do you want to say before we wrap things up here today? I want to say uh, Merry Christmas to everyone who listens and even the yes. ones who don't, as well as their families. Have a spectacular uh, Christmas holiday. Uh, I mean, we mean that from the heart and yes. love and laughter always to everyone from TJ and the grumpy old man. Thank, Thank you. you so much, everybody for listening here to the show today. Have a Merry Christmas. Have a happy holiday. Thank you grumpy.
for always bring My in good, good tidings here into the into the holiday season. Thank you, Grumpy. Thanks everybody for watching. We'll see you guys Wednesday.